What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here, back in here, back in here. With another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Hey, we ready? We ready? All right. Appreciate y'all for being here. And I already know, I already know y'all gonna come for my neck today. All right, I already know. I already know. So I'll get to that in a minute. All right, let me do all of my introductions. I see y'all in the live chat right now. Y'all got a lot to say. And listen, just goes with the territory. But let me finish my damn, let me finish my damn intro. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> yeah, the trolls are here. Uh, let me just hit, hit AR. Yeah. For those who don't watch the NFL, you have no idea what's going on now, but the trolls are here. We'll give them a couple of seconds to breathe right now. They want to get it out. They want to get it out. They want to <laughs> wrap you in my warm embrace, and I make it last forever. Yes, babe. I catch a glimpse <laughs> of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Yeah, they here. Okay, hey, it's all good, man. It's all good. So anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App and. Coach Greg Adams TV right there on Venmo and on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams in the building and on the Notorious CGA channel. You are monetized over there, so you're able to contribute. And we already got a couple of sponsors for today's show. And I, as I type this in, I'll get to the Raiders. I'll get to the Raiders. Chill, chill, chill. All right. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm going to get to it in a minute. <laughs> y'all. Damn. Y'all woke up. Thirsty today. Y'all bloodthirsty. We got record amount of people in here already. Early. Y'all ready. Bloodthirsty, I see. But um, here we go. Uh, what do we got over here? Oh, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams is right there. So anyway, today's show, why hope strategists are ready to hop back on the plantation. We see these brothers that are out here. They ready to get back on the plantation and get them a good woman. They're tired of these red pills. They're tired of the Crimson Capsules. They're tired of the same talking points. They're absolutely tired of the Manosphere. They're like, this is can't go on too long. And I'm going to tell you why they've arrived at this point. I'm going to tell you exactly why they arrived at this point. And it's a point of understanding. I've actually addressed this a lot of times. There are certain ways you transition through this uh, amount of content. And some people listen to this content for years and years on, on, on end. And it's... That's their prerogative. Some people can listen to this content for a short period of time. But I tell people that when they're tired of the Crimson Capsule, when they're tired of these red pills and the Matrix and all of these odd, somewhat odd comparisons to movies and pills and all these things, some people who can't handle it, they can't handle their transition successfully, get to a point of the Crimson Capsule, and then they want to 180 degree. They want a Paul Orndorff clothesline Hulk Hogan. Then they want to stab all of that information in the back. Then they start saying, this is an echo chamber. And they start repeating the same bark talking points that they accuse other Crimson Castle uh, consecrators of talking as well. All right. But what's happening is people assume that I'm doing this content for the same amount of people to stick around. All right. What, what's going on over here? All right. I think there's like a gray mustache over there, but Gray hair in my mustache. But what they think is I'm still trying to get people to hang on here. 
I've already admitted that I'm going to be delivering this content. I don't expect the same people that started with me in 2018 to be here in 2022, but you can. But you can be here if you want. That's no problem. But a lot of people that 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 come to my content, they come recently. Pause. They're here like six months ago and I get emails from them. Hey, I found you six months ago. Hence forward. The reason why I continue this is for the new people that come in and the new people that fit a need. And I've always admitted that. So people think that I'm here to try to keep people hanging on to these points. No, I expect you to go through several phases of, of understanding how this sphere works. And once you graduate, you're certainly welcome to go to the last level, which is contributor, meaning you contribute by bringing new people in. You share the information. Maybe you become a sponsor. Maybe you somehow you buy somebody's books. Maybe you become a contributor, meaning you put some content out if you're tired of it. But what immature men do is they get should they go out the door kicking and screaming, right? They go out the door kicking and screaming. I'm tired of this. The same rage that they got into this content, they leave kicking out of the door with the same rage. I this is just too much. I can't take it no more. <laughs> and I'm like, you monkey simp. Yes, I got to call you a name. You monkey simp. This part of this life, part of this thing that we do here helped you. It helped you. Somebody says forget the haters, right? Yeah, they cheated us. But they, it helped you at some particular point, and it helped you get an awareness. You're going to go back out there. You want to go back to the plantation, fine. There's no need to kink and scream. There's no need to make an announcement. And it basically shows who you were when you walked in this door. Okay. Larry Berg's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. So what they do is they want to fall in love. I'm in love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. And they say, I've been armed with my coat of arms and my shield and my sword. And I'm going to go back out there armed with this Crimson Capsule information. But there's a problem. There's a major problem with that. And we're going to get into that. But by the way, we do have other subject matter here. And yes, we're going to address the Raiders. I'll get to it. I'll spend about a minute shuffling for a minute. Uh, but um, there's your uh, there's your subject matters down there. Joe Biden, is uh, she, he did a 180. He did a 180 heel turn on the trans community yesterday. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Coach Adamas talking about predictably, and I know you've heard other content creators talk about it before I talked about it, but it doesn't mean they originated the point. I've been talking about poly relationships going to be the predominant relationships, especially starting in the reading rainbow community and then leading into the uh, communities um, related to the black community first, because that has the highest amount of single, uh, not single mothers, successful career oriented women. And then they have the highest amount of simps meaning that combination is going to afford more poly relationships. And it also has the highest amount of career women aiming for high value men. Therefore, they're going to be sharing the same group of men and we're going to be poly. But there's laws now in certain cities that are now favoring poly relationships. Coach Adamas wins once again. We also have, uh, what do we have here? Are we going to have a guy predicting that a married man is not happy and then later on, we're going to find out what that married man did with his wife. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about happily married people. 
that's going to be a subject matter that I'm going to talk about for you guys here. So we got that. We got a Kaylee that got an Equinox gym membership. Although women don't want to be approached in the gym, you're a pervert. But then they want to be approached in the gym. She got a membership to a gym and only to not be able to find her rich Chad. And she's upset. She wants a discount. She wants her money back. Mm. All right. And then we'll get to the main event. Anyway, let's share about the Raiders real quick. <laughs> yes, the Raiders uh, played well up 17-0. Uh, both teams got unfavorable calls throughout the uh, throughout the game. Obviously, the quarterback uh, uh, sack strip fumble. That was a BS call again uh, for Derek Carr. That that helped us, but we also had one that turned the tide of the game, in which Kansas City had to settle for a field goal, and they called a holding. I've never seen a holding call like this, which the guy wrapped his hand around the um, the guy on the field goal's neck, and uh, they called a defense a holding, which gave them a um, first down. They gave him a first down, and they scored a touchdown on. So uh, the officials were the officials. Now the Raiders did. Try to go for two, so that kicked them in the butt. I don't know why they did that, but they were saying analytics, which these nerds are now taking over football. When people know, just go for the tie. Shit, I mean, just go for the tie. Why go for the win in that situation? Even if your defense is atrocious like the Raiders are, why why go for the tie in that situation? I don't care what the analytics say. Uh, but they went for the two-point conversion. Had they got it and they got the stop like they got it, they would have won. But that's neither here nor there. With four minutes left, I'm not going for that two-point conversion but they went for it it was a ballsy call it didn't work for them then they came back they were easily driving um uh, <clears throat> adams seemingly catches the ball but he bobbles it that would have put us in field goal range didn't work for us and then the next play fourth down and one i don't know why you throw on that situation you got a minute left okay you could go for the first down make yourself a lot you don't have timeouts i get it but in that situation the raiders cost themselves the game they cost themselves the game all the round you can't be up 17 up can't be up 17-0, lose. Uh, you can't be 17 up on the road, lose. You can't not go for the two-point conversion. You can't not convert on a fourth and one with a minute left, no timeouts. You can get the fourth first down, spike the ball, right, and put yourself in field goal position, and we got a great field goal kicker. So, look, Raiders took that L. It was an L, and um, I have no complaints about the game. None. All right, so, by the way, my interest in football, my interest in football has waned. I'm just going to be chilling the rest of the time. <laughs> I'm going to be chilling the rest of the season, and I have no more smoke for anyone else's football team. So whoever's football team, whoever's football team is out here, even the Giants and, and all of these Philadelphia Eagles uh, that you got your, um, uh, all of the Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles fans with your fluffed-up cupcake-ass schedules. All right, I got no more smoke. All right, I got no more smoke for Russell Wilson and all these people. Y'all can have the rest of the season. All right, anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so anyway, I'm not off the bandwagon, but I'm just not paying attention like that no more until we put a string the games together. Anyway, now, that was my apology for the rest of you brothers out here that I've dissed their team, all right, and even your little podunk, your little podunk town out here, your little podunk towns out here, all right, now I'm going to get back, I'm going to get back with that hammer. I'm going to get back with that hammer. Anyway, I'll shuffle just for you brothers in it. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, everybody happy. I'll shuffle for you brothers, man. Hey, I'm a humble brother. I'm a humble brother. 
All right, let's get to the contributions, man. We got a co-sponsorship today. Yes, indeed. I'm the Teddy KGB says, we all desire peace and respect. I experience a peace when I travel, and the women are a byproduct of my experience. Make no mistake, there is no enclave of women on this blue rock that is completely submissive. They are only, there is only leverage, gentlemen, do the work. That is a hard conversation to have with the hope strategists and the purple pillars. We're going to get to the purple pillars and the people claiming they're, they're, they're trying to separate themselves from the manosphere. They got big audiences now. They're like, I'm not in here no more. I'm not associated. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that, bro. You got to delete. You get, and there's women doing this too, by the way. They made all this content. And now they shuffling back over and they're like, well, I'm not going to do this. I'm just this type of content creator now. Uh, No, delete your whole catalog. Can't do that. That's like when MC Hammer, remember when MC Hammer came out and he started hanging with Suge Knight and Death Row? And he was like, I'm a gangster rapper now. Everybody was like. <laughs> now, now, um, now, uh, what do you call it? Now, doesn't mean MC Hammer don't have no thug in him. But he tried to go over there and shuffle and dance for chicken. And he had his own cartoon cereal and uh, cartoon series and cereal box. All right. So now he's all on the commercial side. And then he like, I'm a gangster now. I'm not <laughs> I'm not MC Hammer. I'm Hammer. <laughs> Don't work like that, son. What you need to do is take your whole damn catalog and flush it down the toilet. Okay. Make everybody go get the flashy thing. Go get the flashy thing like in Men in Black. Where is it at? Here it is. Go get the flashy thing and be like, clink, clink. <laughs> Hit everybody with the flashy thing. Delete all your catalog. This goes for female and male content creators. Delete your whole damn catalog and then come back. Start over. All right. But no, nah, don't you, you trying to leverage your audience to flip. But no, nah, it don't work that way. <laughs> you association, you guilty by association. Well, anyway. Somebody says, I still remember, though. Exactly. I still remember, though. Now, you can, what I tend to do is I tend to create other pages where I tend to be like, okay, look, I, I like to make this content over here. And I don't, shove, I don't shove it down your throat on my main channel. I just make another channel and say, you can come over here if you want. All right. And that's what they should do. But what, they, what, what people are trying to do is leverage their content, trying to, uh, try, trying to jump back over across the line and then do a switch. No, nah. <laughs> hell no, that's not how it works. I'm sorry. The flashy thing. All right, shout out to Octavius M says, How about them Chiefs? He says, <laughs> He says, Close but no cigar. Send them Raiders to the black hole. Man, I fear there's going to be a lot of Raider content right now, but anyway, uh, appreciate you, Octavius. Yeah, shout out to Leaf in the building. Thanks for being back. Uh oh, KT King also is here. He says, uh, this is audio from CGA's house last night after the Raiders debacle of him yelling at his TV. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'll play it for you, brothers. I'll pay you. Play it. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trey. Is it Trace or Tracy O'Neal? Shout out to the GOAT coach. He says, would you consider organizing a meeting, greet, or some sort of trip to Brazil or Thailand? <laughs> Um, not necessarily because I'm a creeper. I am a creeper. So when I go to Brazil and Thailand, I will be on the low. All right. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to do some damage and dirt. 
I'm going to do some things that are going to make y'all be like, <laughs> are we with CGA? Are we with this dude? This dude going ham over here in Thailand. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, next next item up for bid, I'm going to be. <laughs> next, we're going to the Thailand Junior College over here in Pate. <laughs> all right. We going all in. Y'all going to be embarrassed. Y'all going to be like, Lord, have mercy, CGA, calm down over here. <laughs> all this going to be is a clap circuit. Y'all going to be like, oh, man, CGA probably going to go to sleep. Walk right past <laughs> you. Y'all going to watch. Y'all going to watch, walk right past my room. All y'all going to hear is. <laughs> we going to call it the, the debauchery tour. It's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. So y'all don't want to roll with me. Y'all going to be like, God damn. This dude nuts. By the way, I have a neighbor. He's a white guy. He's the original passport dude. He said he didn't lived all over the country, all over the world. And he's got a Thailand wife. Of course, he's got a Thai wife. White dude. Old white dude. And um, I see him in the morning. He, he you know, I when I'm walking my dog, he gets his kids up. He's an old white dude. He's got to be in the 60s. His Thai wife probably is in their 40s or something like that or 30s. I can't really tell. I don't really see her. She's mousy. I don't see her at all. Only time I saw her was when she had her garage open. I'm walking past the door with my, my dog and she was jumping in her car in the garage. Like, I don't see her outside at all. <laughs> and um, I see him. He's taking pictures. It was like the first day of school. His half white, half Thai kids were dressed in their private school outfit. He's taking pictures of them in the garage. Well, he bumped into me. He came up. He introduced himself. He was like, hey, how you doing, man? What you do? And all of a sudden, we having a conversation. Oh, yeah, I used to live in Thailand. I used to. He's an original passport, bro. Original. And he was like, oh, man, I'll tell you everywhere to go when you go to Thailand. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Thailand here. Uh, when, when should I go? I'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, Lord. He said, that's an L. She's going to divorce him. Yeah, she, dude, he's going to he's going to be. We all know what's we all know what's going to happen. But in the meantime, you know, he had his fun when he was in Thailand. He's lived in, he said, the United Kingdom. He lives in Thailand. He's lived all over the world. And he's um, even lived in many places in the United States. But I don't want to be 60 with no Thai woman, with no kids. That ain't going to be me. That ain't going to be me. All right. It ain't not in the United States. It ain't going to be me. Now, I might go over there. I might go over there and raise me a little village. A bunch of kids looking, running around, looking like A. Marie. Yep. Them kids going to be looking like A. Marie talking about, I want that one thing. Whatever that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. It's that one thing that got me tripping. A whole bunch of, a whole bunch of A. Marie's. You're going to be like, damn, these black Asian kids look like CGA. <laughs> it's going to be, is that one thing that got me tripping? Anyway, shout out to Tracy O'Neill. Billy the Kid says, Coach, instead of Belly Deli, can we show uh, Travis Kelsey highlights from last night? Mm. No. All right. The dictator says, shout out to the coach. He says, let's ride nation. Uh, accept your apology. All right. Appreciate you. What's let's ride? Is that is that the Broncos? All right. I did take down the Russell Wilson stream. It wasn't because the Raiders lost. I took it down because it was kind of hateful. You know, I was kind of dissing. I felt bad at the end of it. 
I'll put it up later this week. He says, free agents for life. And Astro Kid says, what happened to last night, coach? Go Giants. Okay. Well, you know, I deserve it. I got to go ahead and read these out. I got to read these out. We'll get to the show. Stay, stay tuned. I'm catching up on all the hate. Shout out to Lyle Pockets. He says, I'm shout. He said, coach, I lost the bag betting on the Raiders. So he ain't got no money no more. He ain't got no money. I, got I do not bet on the Raiders. We not that we don't have that type of team. All right. No government name says I met a girl at a friend's party and she gave it up the second night. She hasn't stopped texting me. And because we have so many mutual friends, I don't want to ghost her. Shaking my head. I wish there was a go away price. Never again, coach. What do I tell you, gentlemen? What do I tell you, brothers, man? This is what we do. This is why we preach this word. Because I know we're all one blow. Dude, one woman winks at us and smiles at us. We're going to forget everything. And so he got into his friend's circle, which we tell you over here, I instruct you men, when, you, when you're in your friendship circle, don't pump and dump. All right, don't pump and dump. That is because your, your friendship circle is your sanctum. This is where you meet women that you want to somewhat have good relationships with because now you know you paid a price. Remember, you paid a price. Remember, oh, I got it for free. Now you didn't because now you got to actually either treat this woman bad or or you got to fake a relationship with her so you don't ruin your friendship circle. See, this is your network. Your friendship circle is your original network, especially if you're a young man. So now you paid a price for that interaction. And now she has you by the short hairs, as we say. This is your price. That's the price you pay. And, and I, I always tell you, these situations always come back. Now, a lot of guys will be like the run game guys, which we'll talk about later. Oh, man, it'll be all right. This is what you do to smooth it over. They're going to come up with some bullshit that, you know, reach for the sky. All right, they're going to dig in the dirt and come up with some shit like that. All right, but they don't know who your friends are, so they can't really talk about that. I, I look at it as that's a risk that I don't want to take. You have to be able to understand what risk is and understand what payment is. When I say all men pay, the normie dudes come back. You think it's always peeling back um, 20s and 50s. That's not the only way you pay. You can pay in time. For instance, I can put you behind bars for 10 years. That's payment. This is why they say they paid their debt to society by isolating yourself or putting yourself 23 hours a day behind bars, right? That is payment. And you can pay socially in the court of public opinion. Okay, now that's called payment. There is always a repercussion and consequences. Men understand that accountability and responsibility always shows up. That's payment. Now, that's a risk some men are willing to take. You're willing to go Emmy Yadoka on the whole damn organization and wait for the women to be held accountable. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead if you want. Okay, if you want to go ahead and wait for that and hope that people start treating women equally when you go Emmy Yudoka in your own uh, own organization and start sleeping with the CEO's wife. Okay, hey, listen, go ahead and roll that dice. Eventually, you're going to pay for that. I don't want to roll that dice. Neither do I want to argue why the woman didn't get called out and named. I already know why. Because I would have already calculated the risk. See, that's what's wrong with a lot of men and your hope strategy. You're hoping 
you don't get caught up. And then you do, and then you start backpedaling. Well, it shouldn't be this. It shouldn't be that. Well, you took the risk. <laughs> you took the risk. And that's you. All right, shout out to you. And that wasn't an indictment on you. That was just an understanding that, yes, once again, now he's living in the life of regret when post-nut clarity hits. When post-nut clarity hit, now he's in post-nut clarity. Now he's in, oh, shit. Now this is going to happen. You ever see that? Guys get into the problem. They get, they put themselves in the problem. And then now when you nut it, now you sitting there going, mm. now coach, how do I wriggle out of this? Mm. Pulse nut clarity. Now you have sense now. Cause you busted that nut. You came to your senses. That's why they call it come to your senses. Right? Anyway. Shout out to El Jefe. I'm confident Tom Brady watches your show and you know, he's, salivating to tear it up at the junior college yes he is tom thomas brady have all the fun you want and um booker t says a study has been done throughout each recession in which on which discretionary goods boom and bust make booms and apparels bust make booms i'm not sure what that means and research doesn't know why but a but i do i got money to play hide and seek with red bones macaroni tony is out all right shout out to you uh, I don't know what make is. Maybe that's a mistake. But El Jefe, good morning, TGA. Sorry about your game last night, but I just got one word, bruh. I got one word, bruh, on them. Albert Ingram says, any man promoting marriage in today's time is an enemy of men. And their only defense is that their marriage is a good one, which I think is disingenuous. Which we already proved that, right? We already proved that. You can't define a marriage. Only they can define it. But to promote it is something else. We got somebody, a man supporting man says, how do you, how dare you talk down on relationships and marriage? He says, let us hope in peace. All right. Appreciate that, man. I'm not going to talk down about marriage, but last one, Astro kid says, what happened to, okay, I already got you. All right. No. Okay. Last, last, last one. I'm going to get to the other PayPal's in a minute. Kalen. What's up, coach? He says, I know my Rams have issues, but after watching your Raiders last night, you guys are a ticking time bomb. Devontae Adam pushed a cameraman last night, and he had to think to himself, this is why what I left Aaron Rodgers for. Yes, I mean, look, they got a, they got some things to figure out. I can't figure it out for them. Listen, um, I think, um, man, I don't know. I don't want to blame anybody. I'm, I'm not a guy to blame somebody like this in coaching, but going for two was not smart. Mm. <laughs> I mean, damn. Let them beat you. You beat yourself. I mean, let 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 them come down the field and, and get the score. Like, because going up one does nothing. Because they just come down and get a field goal rain boot, even though the field goal kicker was trash yesterday for the Chiefs. They probably wouldn't have kicked the field goal. They would have went for the W. Let them beat you. Shit. Like, they was beating you the whole game. All right, anyway. All right, going for two in that situation is garbage. Now, let's just say... It was like uh, uh, 30 seconds left. And you was like, okay, they ain't getting the ball back. And you went for two. I, that's a different story. It was 30 seconds left. I would have went for two to go for the win. Not with four minutes left. Mm. Anyway, it's all Jermaine's fault at the end of the day. Uh, look at my African-American oh. over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right. <laughs> All right, let's get into the first subject matter. I know that took a while, but we have to acknowledge that you guys are the sponsors of the show. And thus, without the sponsors, this show doesn't continue. So a lot of people were upset. Why are you just reading Super Chats like the lead attorney? 
right? Shout out to the lead attorney. Why you just re- well, you're the sponsors. These people sponsor the show, and that's what they do here. Without them, there's no show. I've, honestly, Joe Biden is now required. Speaking of Joe Biden, new, 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 new world order. Speaking of Joe Biden, are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> I, I feel you on that one. Joe Biden did another uh, backstab on the people that voted him in. And now he's requiring, let's go ahead and share the screen on this one. Just go ahead and, and, and chalk it up to a L. People thought that this would never happen. But now the administration, he probably doesn't even know that he signed on this, is requiring trans women to participate in a military draft. Now, now, with that being said, will there ever be a military draft? Well, we don't know. You know, he's going all Armageddon recently, and we've actually showed that. But yes, we're getting political here. But this is important discussion because remember, everything's connected. But these people thought they can just say, hey, I was a born a biological male. I'm going to switch over to a biological, I mean, a trans female. And this now I'm a woman. Remember the whole conversation about what is a woman? Well, we don't know. I can't really tell you what it is. It could be this and that. And they were shuffling. Now, for some reason, they could tell you what a woman is or is not. Meaning you were born biologically a male. So therefore, you get to participate in a military draft. Now, just so you guys know, I touched on this in the book, De-Evolution. And in the book, De-Evolution, I made men aware, and all men should be aware, part of your right to vote as a male, this is, again, why political does transcend or does cross into our conversation, part of your responsibility as being born biologically a male and your right to vote hinges on the fact that you register to be elected to the selected services, meaning you could actually be called into duty and booty in action. Pause. You could be called into duty should your country need you. Or you could be drafted into one of the uh, armed forces. Like that is what you trade for your right to vote. Now, when women get their right to vote and they fought hard for it, originally on the table was they were going to have to be made eligible for selective services. But many women who were your so-called feminists said, we don't want the right to vote then. We don't want the right to vote if we're going to be eligible for draft or selective services. However, they took that caveat off the table and thus now women can vote, but they don't have anything, like they don't have any skin in the game, meaning they can't be elected to draft. Now, you don't know the irony of that. This is why 60% of the voting population in America are women. And they are more likely to go vote and participate in voting and then tell you vote, no vote, no fucking, or get your booty to the poll. They don't have any skin in the game. Not only do they not have skin in the game related to selective services, they don't even have skin in the game on rarely anything they're voting for. Okay, because if it falls down and we have to be called into action to protect, they get to sit back, chilling, drinking tea. All right, when Mr. Bucks show up and put them thorns in that ass, all they got to do is grab their knees and yell. All they do is just yell when the barbarian shows up. No skin in the games. This is the irony of this right to vote conversation. So here we are. Now, the people who churned themselves into women said, hey, since I'm a woman now, <laughs> since I'm a woman now, no military draft. Well, Biden said, oh, hell no. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Okay. 
And now he pulled the ultimate rug from under carpet. Biden administration requires trans women to participate in the military draft. If you guys don't know, I don't know what a trans woman is. If somebody just said it to me, but now that I've studied it, I know what it is. It is when you're born biologically a male, but now then you transition or you actually identify as a woman. Doesn't get you out of ish, Biden said. I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. And uh, we'll read a little bit. Uh, this is, um, it says U.S. policy states that a transgender woman who were registered as males when they were born, when they were born, <laughs> this is weird because even then, they even when they're born, people are saying on your birth certificate, don't even put a gender until they identify, which is weird. But that's what we're doing now. It says right here, must register for the military draft with the selective services while transgender men, these are, these are, these are women. These are people born. I can't even get it straight. Sorry. Transgender men are people who were born woman, woman, transgenders into a male. Those people, they were recorded as female when they were born. It says it right there. They don't have to sign up to the draft. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Oh, my Lord. I can't keep up with this. What are we doing here? Okay. Okay. So wait, if you were born, if you were born a woman, if you were born a woman, but you transition, you say, I'm a man. Now you don't got to sign up. <laughs> you don't got to sign up. Wait a minute. But they're men now, man. I can't keep track of this ish. So they were women. And then they said, I'm a dude now. And then they were like, you don't got to sign up. But if you were born a dude, he's I'm a woman now. You got to sign up. Oh my lord. New 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 world order. I've had enough of this conversation. I get confused every time. I've had enough. I can't take it. Cuz I can't follow it. I don't know what. I don't know. I can't follow it. If somebody's if I wasn't reading it, I wouldn't even know what they're talking about. That's just the honest truth about it. Like if somebody sat down and was like, "I'll thoroughly explain it to me." I'll be sitting there like <laughs> like wait a minute. Oh, wait. This is how I'll be looking at them like this. I'll be looking at them like, wait a minute. All right. So you said what? I mean, I just can't follow it. People would have to slow it down. You would might have to draw a picture for me. You'd be like, all right, explain. Wait, this person's a what? I can't keep up with it. But this is the confusion that we have in our world. And maybe at some particular point, you'll sort it out so that the boomers and generation Xers don't matter no more. We'll be so old. It won't matter. Okay, like I'm not getting registered for draft, but my son is. He could be. They starting. They starting WW three. New, 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 new world order. At any point, you know. Now my son's going in there. Now I want to know who he going in there with. I'm like, now I want to know what's going on. Reprehensible. Coach Udomis strikes again. Poly relationships in New York City can now get the same benefits as two people couple, a two person couple. Again, more clown world stuff here. But more Coach Dodamas. Let's go ahead and pop this up just so you guys are aware of what's going on in the world here. I make you awake and I make you aware. It says right here, New York judge in New York City. New, 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 new world order. Rules that polyamorous unions entitled to the same legal protections as a two-person relationship. As I've been reporting since the last three years, I know you're going to come in and say, this person said this, Coach. 
this just like this person said, no, this like coach said, I've been saying that this is going to be the norm. I've been saying we're monogamous only on paper, but we're pretty much in polyamorous unions. We're pretty much just sharing each other. And even if you don't live with the person, you can still be in some sort of polyamorous union. So this is where we get into these gray areas again by opening up Pandora's box. Here we are again. And if my computer pops off, we will be back. Okay. You'll just see my smoking cigar screen, smoking skulls uh, screen. But here we are. Here we are again. Um, and by the way, again, CGA at it once again. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I said that these laws that are going to be pushed in to the books are going to be overwhelmingly because of the rainbow community. It's not going to be because it's not going to be because a dude wants two women to live with him. It's not rarely going to be because a woman wants two men. It's going to be overwhelmingly the rainbow community that changes the narrative. And then the hetero community is going to ride the wave. I said this about uh, age of consent, age of consent laws. People keep putting in this idea that 18, 19 is young. And I'm going, not in the rainbow community. They're going to get it lowered for them. Or they're overwhelmingly not going to get prosecuted for it. Then hence, the heteros are going to ride the wave in there. And then people are going to be like, these hetero men are out here. Uh, they're at the out here at the junior college. Well, the rainbow community is out there at the junior college, right? But nobody's saying anything. When you call them out on it, people be, they out there at the junior college. They out there heavy at the junior college. That's not even the junior college. They are heavy at the high school. <laughs> All right. And then they're going to get people to overlook it. And then the hetero is going to ride the wave. Same thing with Polly. It's not because a dude wants two women. No, that's not why they're going to do it. They're going to do it for their benefit. And then they're going to get the benefits and the heteros are going to ride the wave in. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, show you again here. CGA at it again. Here it is. Uh, it says right here, a New York's judge ruled in favor of legal protection for polyamorous relationships. Uh, are they showing? I can't even tell what's going on here, to be honest. Again, another situation here. I don't know what's going on. By looking at this photo, I can't tell what is what and who is who. So here it is right here. <laughs> An opinion from a New York City. of This came from the eviction court. Has come down on the side of polyamorous unions. In the case of West 49th Street LLC versus O'Neill, New York, uh, New York Civil Court, Judge Karen May, I can't pronounce her last name, reportedly concluded that polyamorous relationships are entitled to the same sort of legal protection given to two-person relationships. And it says right here, um, the case involved three individuals, Scott Anderson and Marcus O'Neill, who lived together in the New York City apartment in Anderson's Husband, Robert Romano, R Robert Romano, who resided elsewhere. So Anderson's husband resided in another location, but he lived in another apartment with his boyfriend. Okay, I'm following along. Anderson held the lease. And following his death, the building's owner argued that O'Neill had no right to renew the lease because he was a non-traditional family member. Uh, uh, uh. The attorney for the property's owner 
said that O'Neill's affidavit in which he claims himself as a non-traditional family member is, quote, a fairy tale. According to the LG BTQ Nation, the case returns to the court after further investigation of the three individual relationships. Okay. In her decision, Judge Karen highlighted the importance of a previous case and asserted that the existence of a triad, no matter how they got along, should not automatically dismiss O'Neill's claim to non-eviction protection. It says right here, because of LBGTQ gay, uh, marriages that was legalized in any state, it says right here, the New York State Court of Appeals became the first American appellate court to recognize that a non-traditional two-person, same-sex, committed family-like relationship is entitled to legal recognition and that the non-traditional family members is entitled to receiving non-eviction protection. So if people don't understand this, people are going to say, well, that's just in that case, coach. But what you don't understand about law is once a law or once a lawmaker, not a lawmaker, once a law, somebody that holds the law, which is a judge, once they decide on the case, it now sets precedent. So now people do once they go into another particular case and it's somewhat different, they can refer back to that case because there's now precedent set and they can say, well, according to the case between West 49th Street and O'Neill and these, uh, you know, the Reading Rainbow case, this judge decided that blah, 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 blah. And these legal benefits are now extended to not just eviction protection, but now benefits at the job. Okay, and so forth and so on. Yes, it's now the slippery slope. Now you open Pandora's box because everybody that understands these things are going to refer back to cases just like this. And it's going to open the door for now. Here's another example of why we should apply this judge's uh, discretion to the new case. Okay, this is what we got going on here. And of course, of course, we've actually showed you that New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, their lawmakers tend to. Um, make these decisions, and they make these decisions highly related to mostly the rainbow community first, but then we start to benefit from it or not benefit. Then it sweeps the rest of the country, except for the hot red states. The hot red states typically don't do this, right? But most of the country will start to adopt. It starts on the West Coast or the East Coast, and then it moves and migrates all the way to the middle countries. So we are now got precedent where polyamorous relationships, which a lot of people are in, are going to start having these protection and benefits. So when you go to human resources, they're probably going to ask you what type of relationship, who's your husband or wife, or who's your partner or whoever it is, you're going to put on there. I have a poly relationship. They probably are in the future, in the next four or five years, are not going to be able to discriminate against you. And people are going to say, yes, I have a wife over here, or it's going to probably say I have a husband over here and I have a boyfriend that I live with over here. As a matter of fact, there was a teacher recently, and I should try to find her TikTok. There was a teacher recently that for some reason, these people want to go and discuss their relationships with the children in the classroom instead of teaching them the reading, writing, and arithmetic, the three R's, despite the fact that arithmetic has an A, that she wants to i guess the kids are doing an interview with the teacher like they're like hey let me learn about your house your your life well she's poly and she's like well i don't want to tell the kids that i have a boyfriend over here but i'm fornicating with all these people over here like she's having this hard discussion with herself to try to figure out well 
I'm having, she's on TikTok, of course, and she's like, well, I don't want to tell the kids that I have a husband and I fornicate with my boyfriend that lives. We gone, man. We gone. <laughs> and I once heard a person tell me like he was from Texas and Texas. What are you talking about, CGA? You're putting these teachers up here. These teachers aren't like this in Texas. Dude, let me tell you, man, I work close to elementary school teachers. They Looney Tunes. OK, they're Looney Tunes. And a matter of fact, if you know anything about. If you know anything about new, this, new, 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 new world the first order. barrier of entry, the first place that they do is they get they get indoctrinated into education at their university and then they get pushed into teaching. And the best way to start a change in society is to get to the young people, to get to the children. So a lot of these people, more and more of them are becoming elementary school teachers so that they can push these things further along. And it makes it difficult for you to debrief your child at home because they become comfortable with their teachers talking about these situations. So what I'm saying is we're again, Kostradamus is going in here. We're going in on this one. Uh, polyamory is the future in America. And it starts with the rainbow community. And then it's going to enter into first, I would say black women are then going to start convincing black men. We actually showed you proof of this to be part of poly relationships. There's too many simps and hope strategists out there. They'll be, they'll go for it first. They'll think they're winning, but not. It all starts there first. And then essentially it, it'll seep into other places. It'll seep into other places, but it's going to start on the, on the West and the East coast. Anyway, let me get back to the contributions to today's show. Then we're going to talk about happy marriages, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> all right. Wow. We're off on the roll, man. Shout out to uh, Aaron EBM. He says, Jesus Christos. Mm. Or he says, Cheast Christ. All right. Jesus cheats over here. That's what he said. Yeah, what we, we got a we we got an interesting world going on here. And if you don't like it, you can go to another country if you want. I don't know what to tell you, but we're heading there and there's no stopping it. Remember, we talked about that yesterday. There's no stopping this. This train is not going to stop. We're on full expressway. Shout out to Renardo. He says, coach, that Brittany Renner crystal side chick commercial was thought up by none other than rapper 21 chains who is their director of marketing it's always pookie yep we actually talked about that yesterday and uh he is the director of marketing for crystal and he he put up he put up britney renner but uh we know about 21 chains don't we mm. shout out to two chains but two chains is supposedly very much an academic grease man texas says on last night's stream you mentioned the cost of beef will be expensive, will be too expensive to afford, and the normies will be left eating beyond beef, basically forcing them to become vegan. He says this is part of the plan that's been in the works for over 30 years, along with promoting the, I can go twice as high. He says the uh, division of economic class, emasculating men, etc. He says reading, uh, behold a pale horse in other books educated me to everything going on now since the early 90s i'm not supposed to oh i'm not surprised that the direction of the country is going in while everyone else is scared and angry keep bringing political stuff lol and he says like you said this is more than about women thank you brother and a lot of guys will still rebuke that as well they're like well i, I actually find it funny and thank you grease man Texan, for sharing that obviously you've read and exposed yourself to things that i've told you guys to do don't just take my word for it. Read on your own. Get your own and form your own opinion. 
But a lot of people will say, all we talk about here is women. You only hear talk about women. Now, the minute I go venture outside of women, y'all start pushing me back into talking to women. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, this is the problem because we're divisive. We haven't really educated ourselves. You don't develop strong opinions. You've been fed your opinions. And then I develop some sort of free thinking opinion. And then you're just like, well, these red pill guys all thinking that it's about free thinking. It is. Well, it's not. Just stick on the women conversation. Okay, I'll stick on women. Oh, you talk about is women. <laughs> you're like, what do you really want? What do you really want? See, these are all things that, you know, I guess you could call SBE. Or you could call trying to pigeonhole me in a conversation. Anytime I venture outside of talking to relationships, I get pushed right back in. No, I'll keep talking about that. And then when I talk about it, that's all you talk about. Like, with the reality is, and um, pro blacks, you're going to be happy with me. Yeah, you can't win. You can't win. You can't win. <laughs> hey, uh, pro blacks, you'll be happy with me. I'm a little upset about this Kanye West situation. All right. I'm a little upset. You know, he went in for a couple of days on ninjas and the world was silent, even though I somewhat sided with Kanye because I said, let him free think, let him express his opinion. And I was like, social media seems to be allowing him to express his opinion. He went on one tirade about, you know, and they canceled the brother and they was like, I'm in tears with his opinion. I was like, y'all was the same people watching him going in on ninjas. I'm like, dude, I do hypocritical at best. All of a sudden, white folks had to shut him down. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> right? Bull. All right, so Pro Blacks, I'm with you on this one. Look, if, if y'all going to let people go in on people, let people go in on people. But don't start clutching your pearls because they watched. They watched. They watched. Kanye trash. And I, I'm going to say he trashed, all right, because he was basically going, he, he, let's not say trash. He incited emotions. He got emotional. I mean, he got people emotional. They were upset. They were beside themselves. Now, at that particular point, I was like, go in. Go in on these ninjas. But then all of a sudden, they ripped him down and deleted his Twitter and Instagram. I was like, But it's not a surprise, but I thought they were going to allow Kanye to be Kanye, and they didn't, which I'm like, man, this is just irreprehensible behavior, reprehensible. Whether you agree with them or not, if you're going to let him go in on this side, and then as soon as he crossed the line over here, y'all was like, no, 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 that's enough. I mean, I know what it's about, but what I'm saying is that that's not that's not the way to do it. That's not the way to do that. But everybody knows. Everybody knows what's up. Everybody knows what's up. All right, let's get to, oh, did I get uh, everybody on PayPal? Greaseman, Texas, I got you, brother. But here we are in the world. This is our world today. Let me see if I can say your government name. Uh, Jose V says, Selective Services put out a tweet saying that even if you are the only surviving son, you need to sign up for Selective Services. There you go right there. So again, I have only one son, and it was before you are going to be lower on the totem pole to be selected. You're the only surviving son, less, least likely. You have two brothers, maybe a little more likely. Now they're going in. So this is kind of an indicator. I don't think this is an indicator of, of them trying to take a political position on gender. I think they're arming up in anticipation of something escalating. So that's what I get out of it. They're like, this could escalate. This could go left. So we want to be able to grab as many people as we need to grab. But there you go. So, so far, nobody's riding with you. 
I called you Booker T, but you're not. Shout out to Mr. Brian Yu. He says, Chiefs win. Devontae Adam pushes cameraman. Hip, give him the buzzer. Well, the cameraman jumped out in front of him. <laughs> All right. Boo says, uh, let me see here. Jamate. Wait a minute. Jamantria. 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 Learn it. I got to look that up. I don't know what that word means right off the top of my head. Let me Let me look it up. I might be pronouncing it. Did, wait, maybe I'm mispronouncing. I'm mispronouncing. Let me see here. Yeah, this isn't the word here. Oh, here it is, right here. Let me see. Here it is. It's um the practice of assigning a numerical value to a name, word, or phrase according to a alphanumeric cipher. Okay, I right there. I'm I'm gone. I I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what to say. I gotta, I gotta see it in context. Is right now it's out of context for me, so I gotta study it. Oh, I see what's going on there. I say it's, it's. He's going. I get it. Okay. All right. I got you. I got your other one there. But he's talking about it's how they communicate with each other. All right. More people are a little bit more hip to that. I would call it uh your mathematics. Okay. I, w- I would call it those things. Right. All right. Mr. New Guy is in the building. Appreciate you for your contribution, Kyle. New Guy is in the building. All right, we're ready to get back to the show. We're ready to get back to the show. Let's talk about happy marriages. Happy marriages. So there's a man who predicted that a man was not happily married. Now, this is what I do to you and say, not all marriages are successful. Not all people that are in marriages are happy. Some hope strategists believe that that's going to be the problem to the solution to their problems. But marriage is for long term, right? You're going to get into a long term marriage and it's supposed to last forever, ever. You're supposed to make it last forever. Marriages are not for short term, but you forget about that because you get lonely. All right. You get so lonely and you want to go back to the plantation only to go back and you go, oh, shit, I forgot about all this BS and you don't have peace of mind and Not all relationships are going to go through this, but many, many do. So let's go ahead and go over to Locals, my membership site. And people pay a nominal fee. Many people do. And so we're going to go over to this Christina's Court. Okay, Christina's Court. Thank for the brothers for sharing this. Actually, you know what? I got to actually share it in another way. All right. Share me in another way. All right, uh, share me in another way here. Let me see here. There it is right there. So you guys can hear it. Here it is. Bam. And you say, God dang. All right, so this seems to be one of the people's court, Christina's court. We'll go ahead and play the thing right here. All right, and so let's go ahead and play the clip. This didn't age well. Like a child in my People own in love, house. they yell at each other. Oh, that's true. Ask him, he's been married for how long? Over 27 years. Over 27 Look at him, though. He look mad. <laughs> you don't look happy, brother. You don't look happy. All right, so there's the man right there. There's the evidence. There's the guy right there. Look at him. He's just a smiling. He's just a smiling. He happy. He married. He said, Christina Court, that fine ass Puerto Rican judge. <laughs> All right. 
She said, he's married. He's happy. All right. So anyway, let's go ahead and play that part of the clip again, just so you can get it. Here it is. This didn't age well. Constantly like a child in my People own love, house. they yell at each other. Oh, but that's true. Oh, Ask him he's been married for how long? Over 20 something years. Oh. Over 20 something years. Over 20 look at him years. though. He look mad. <laughs> you don't look happy, brother. <laughs> you don't look happy. <laughs> he's sniggling. Look at him. He is sniggling, ain't he? He's sniggling, sniggling old milk. He don't look happy. And married men don't look happy. They think they're fronting out here. I'm a happy. I'm in a happy marriage. All right. Now, plot twist. Plot twist. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Y'all ready for this? He's very happy. He very happy. Him very happy. Him happy. Him wife told me him happy. Him wife told me him happy. Let's watch. Sherman Chow, a former TV show bailiff and current Harris County deputy charged with his wife's murder. Uh-oh. What happened, sir? Him happy. Him happily married. Um, What happened? What happened? Let's turn that up. Sherman Chow, a former TV show bailiff and current Harris County deputy charged with his wife's murder. Now, let's go ahead and line up the mugshot. See, him happily married. Him happily married. Him been married for 20-something years. Him him happily married. Uh-oh. <laughs> him very happy now. Him got peace, quiet, and freedom. Him behind bars. Him don't have to deal with him wife no more. Look. Him, wait a minute. Right here. Hold up for a second. Let's, let's get her saying it right here. Let's get her saying it right here. Hold up for a second. He's very happy. Him very happy. Him very happy. He's very happy. Yeah, him very happy. Hold on for a second. Let's try it one more time. He's very happy. Him very happy. Him him very happy. Uh-oh. A former TV show bailiff and current Harris County deputy charged with his wife's murder now ordered not to attend her funeral. Renard Spivey appeared before a judge today. There he is. There he is walking like OJ. He's facing very specific rules for his bond. David Gonzalez explains. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, him happy. Him in a happy. Look at him. Look, look, look at him here. Look at him here and look at him there. Same ninja looking like the green mile. Now, this guy right here called it out. Called it out. I'm going to read the article right there. I'm going to read the article, but let's let's play it one more time. Him in a happy marriage. This didn't age well. Constantly like a child in my People own love, house. They yell at each other. Oh, oh that's true. Ask him. He's been married for how long? Over 20 something years. Over 20 Look at him, though. He look mad. <laughs> You don't look happy, brother. You don't look happy. He called it. He's sniggling. He's very happy. He's happy. Sherman Chow, a former TV show bailiff and current Harris County deputy charged with his wife's murder, now ordered not to attend her funeral. Renard Spivey appeared before a judge today. He's facing very specific rules for his bond. David Gonzalez explains. Damn, yo. Lord have mercy. Let's go ahead and. Yeah. 
Wow, let's read the article. See? Oh, them happy, him happy, him, him got. Hey, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. What do I keep telling you? It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. All right, what? Why don't you guys stop it with me? Now, I don't want people to be dead. Let's find out what happened to this brother. Why did he delete his wife? Man, let's see if we can play this video. Ivy, visiting California. Despite a seemingly happy couple, there were problems. In fact, court All right, hold on. Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? This is what happens. This is what people sweep up under the rug. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do it. That's right, Eric. On Saturday night, hours Wait. before Patricia Spivey was killed, her brother had actually been talking on the phone with a deputy. In fact, all night long, little did he know what was to come. This is Patricia with her husband, Renard Spivey, visiting California. Despite a seemingly happy couple. Despite a seemingly happy couple. Look at all these polices and amalamses out here. Look at all these polices. And amalamses. And yes, somebody says the views and comments on this show do not reflect the opinions of the host. I don't want any men deleting their wives. Let me just tell you this right now. Thank you for sharing that, Michael, Mr. Mike Reed. I don't want any man deleting their wives. I don't want you to harm anybody. What I want you to do is find peace and tranquility. I want you to find happiness in your life. I don't want you to have to go to this extreme. I don't want anyone to harm anyone else to have you lose your freedom. Walk away. If you feel yourself getting to this point because you're trying to hold on to some hope or fantasy, it's time to walk away. Take the high road. You never lose your freedom for any like th thing like this. You guys hear that? I don't encourage violence at all. I don't want people to hate women. I don't want even people to hate yourself. I want you to just live in peace and harmony. That's what I want you to choose. Everybody got that. Anyway, let's continue. There were problems. In fact, court records say leading up to the shooting, Spivey told police they'd been fighting all day. There you go. They've been fighting all day. But these people say they're happy. I tell you, behind closed doors, you do not know what people are dealing with. Many marriages are dealing with bullshit. But I never thought, you know, he'd go that far. Ezra Washington, Patricia's brother, had several conversations with Renard Spivey. That so, so they was in it. They was talking about it. They were going through problems. Damn, what's up with that milk duh head right there, bro? That night, it was about their relationship. I look up and it's 11 o'clock, man. We still on this phone. So he was struggling in his relationship and he reached out to the brother of the wife, which is a mistake. Um. But he was reaching out. So a lot of men don't know what to do. They're stuck. And here it is right here. He reached out to him and it didn't work. You know, same thing. You know, same thing. Same thing. And same thing. Same thing. It was all about the pills. As the pills. detectives, his sister was concerned over Spivey possibly taking steroids. While Spivey was saying his wife was counting his low testosterone medication. Oh. And things escalated. Court records say Spivey told Ezra at some point she's going to make him rise up like the Incredible Hulk and it ain't going to be good. And to say that and knowing what the Hulk can do in the aftermath when it's over, all the damage and chaos that the Hulk creates. OK, you know, so for you to say that Hulk going to come out 
and it ain't gonna be good. Correct. All right, so he kind of he kind of knew. Now, so at that point, men, gentlemen, listen to me. At that point, it's time to leave. At that point, it's time to leave. Obviously, I mean, you see how big the guy was. He was definitely taking something to be that big. And um, somebody said he went Chris Benoit. He knew he was losing it. He knew he was losing his grip and grasp on reality. And he was trying to keep this marriage going. And the woman, again, with domestic violation, I'm not here um, to encourage domestic violation, but it does say 70% of the time, the instigator normally is the victim of physical violence. So he's saying she's instigating and the Hulk is going to come out. So both of them are somewhat responsible. She didn't have enough guts to walk away either. She should have left if she knew she was in some sort of danger. Not only that, he actually called out the danger prior to committing the act to the brother, which I'm sure the brother did share with the woman and she stayed. Okay, so I don't, I don't give anybody a pass over here. She stayed knowing that the Hulk was going to enrage, and she probably did open her mouth and instigate the Hulk. I'll read the article for people who don't want to know. You're victim blaming. No, I ain't. She poked the bear inside the closed house. All right, so anyway. Could say around 3.15 Sunday morning, Spivey called 911, saying they had been fighting, and he accidentally shot his wife when they were tussling with a gun, and his tussling. wife shot him in the leg. His wife was shot twice, leading detectives to say that was inconsistent with an accident. I should have acted on it, and that's going to eat me up. Yeah, so he got, he got the info. And a lot of guys do this. You reach out to another man who's married, and you reach out, and you don't help, you don't help the situation. You don't help the situation. You wait till it escalates. So he's saying it's going to eat him up. He's taking, the, he's taking the bullet on this one as well, that he got the intel and didn't act on it. For a long time, forever. But him saying that and then acting on it, you know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Marriage is serious, man. It's a serious game. Damn, Kaylee, get to the damn reporting here. You just standing there all flat-backed. All right, let's get into it. Now, Come on, Kaylee. A mental evaluation for Spivey has been ordered in the jail. Also, the district attorney's office has asked for a high bond. In this case, again, we are still awaiting to see Spivey go before a judge. Uh, let's give you this real quick. Let's just give you an update on the case. Let's give you an update on the case. So I'll give you the original detail. Looking for dinner made easy? Hey, shut up. <laughs> I'll give you the original details. I'll, I'll put it up on the screen for you, brothers. Right there as they show that ham. It says right there in Houston, shout out to Houston, a veteran detective, uh, a veteran deputy of the Harris County Sheriff's Office is accused of deleting his wife during a fight over sex. Again, there we go again. It's the same. It's the same predictive bull crap that you fight about all the time. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Uh, de the deputy himself, Deputy Spivey, age 63. You're going to lose your life for six at age 63. Moron. You could have been free. You could have been at the junior college. But no, you're going to be in prison. His wife right there, he's charged with deletion. His wife, Patricia Spivey, age 52, was deleted in their home on Briscoe Street over the weekend. Court's records show Spivey called 911 at 3 a.m. We all heard about that. Said he, him and his wife had... Uh, fought over a firearm and he accidentally shot her. That's false. 
Mm-hmm. It says right here, he was taken to the Ben Taupt. Uh, I can't say that, but you know what it means. Hospital for a gunshot wound to the leg. He told officers Patricia had shot him in the leg as they were tussling with the gun and they had been arguing all day. That's false. Mm. Uh, detectives, though, said it was uh, inconsistent with the accident. That's true. It says right here, Houston police officers found the woman deleted in the master bedroom closet. Wait a minute. She shot me in the leg. I shot her twice and hit her in the closet. That's false. She hiding in the closet. All right. He says they added that near Patricia was her cell phone, three shell casings. He shot himself in the leg and a nine millimeter handgun that was placed on top of the clothes. Hamper, hamper, uh, hamper. Um, let me get back down to right here. Patricia's brother told police that the couple had been arguing about the lack of intimacy. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? It's Nothing. very much predictive behavior at this point. So they weren't having sags, and he got mad. And it says right here, and Patricia had suspicion that Renard was possibly back on taking steroids and or having an affair. Same bullshit, according to court documents. He added that he talked to Renard three times in the hours before the deletion. And he reportedly told him something like, she's counting my pills, my low testosterone medication, claiming that I'm sleeping with someone else. So she had the fear that he was getting intimacy somewhere else. And he probably was saying, well, you ain't giving me none. And she went to go counting his testosterone pills, which is instigation. All right. This is instigation. This is actually going too far. I mean, you're doing too much at this point. And you're in your 60s and 50s arguing over that. Just just divorce her. Head to the junior college. You can get all the peace leave you want. Instead of arguing with a 52-year-old woman begging her for sex. And uh, let's see here. I'm going to go down here. It says right here. He he outweighed her by 100 pounds. Wait a minute. That big old dude outweighed her by 100? That means she was a big woman. Yeah. And appeared to be an avid bodybuilder and weightlifting trophy spotted in the house. They leave behind a daughter. All right. So let me see here. She was my cushion. Okay. Okay. Let me see here. There is a couple of other points that I want to make here. They mentioned he was the bailiff on the TV show, Christina Perez. Then it says right here, court records show Renard was ordered to pay more than $10,000 to his ex-wife and daughter. His ex-wife sued him for neglecting their daughter, who is now an adult. Hold on. Hold up. Here we are once again with the same bullshit. So he was married twice. Two-time loser. Imagine that. Imagine that. Here's the hope strategy one more time. What do we tell you guys about second marriages? They're almost doomed to fail. And even when they don't fail, most of the time you got to eat that because you don't want to look bad. So his this is not more proof. His only way out, because what happens is a guy will get married, divorce, and to save face, he'll find another woman. He'll claim to be happy with that woman, which he did. And um, he'll try to make it work. And then when it doesn't work, he doesn't want to get a divorce because he's going to look bad again. So his only way out, deletion. All right, come on. This dude, a loser all the way around. He done lost all his life. And because of the hope strategy or to save face, he couldn't divorce the woman. He couldn't just leave because everybody would have said, damn, you got divorced twice. You were a loser. 
Um, anyway, says right here, he may have a mental illness or an intellectual disability. Mm. They're going to order a mental health assessment. And um, it says right here, he, uh, okay, I think he got a low bail, just so you guys know. Let me go to the next article, just so I can read a little bit right there. There they are right there. There's the happy couple. All right, he's a big old son of a gun. I'm going to tell you that. There's a point that I want to read here. Oh, he appeared in a film called Married Women, Married Men and Single Women. Boy, this dude. Yep, right here. Spivey married a woman named Patricia. She was his second wife. She was his second wife. There you go, guys. Come on, man. They were arguing about sex. All right, there was another thing here. Um, this is an update. Since he was charged with deletion and authorities have requested a high bail amount considering his experience in law enforcement. However, the court developed uh, his bail amount. It says developed his bail amount to more than $800,000. Moreover, authorities requested a high bond explaining his flight risk and acute to the community due to his accomplishment as a peace officer and knowledge of weapons. A judge set his bond at $50,000 after prosecutors initially requested a bond greater than $100,000, the Harris County Sheriff's Department charging the uh, with, um, he was bonded out on Wednesday. I don't know we, what even happened to this case because this was 2019, and this is the only update that we have on this one. So I don't know if he's in the pen or the pokey or not, if he's still awaiting trial or not. But here we go. Here we go. This is another indicator. Now, when I say these things, of course, I'm being general, right? I don't know what's going to happen to your marriage or your hope. I don't know what's going to happen with your girl. All I do know is that the patterns of human behavior are predictable. When it gets bad, unfortunately, this is why I tell you rolling the dice. When it gets bad in these marriages, it gets bad. Like people get hurt. People lose their lives. It's like gangbanging. You know what I mean? Like you gangbanging. You're like, you're going to get shot out here, little homie. Or you might want to pull up your pants. Well, he might be able to gangbang for 30 years. He'd be like, I didn't get shot. <laughs> I got shot at. I got stabbed a couple times, but I'm good. And he's right. In general, many gangbangers do survive. There's dudes that are 50 right now still talking about their allegiance to their gang. They made it. However, when it goes bad, it goes bad. Like you're fearing for your life on a constant basis. You're dealing with not being able to be settled in many environments. You're dealing with um, people abusing you. You're dealing with toxic behavior. And then you can get deleted and then you can lose your life. See, when you lose in a relationship, when you lose in a marriage, sometimes you lose bigly. You lose bigly. And then when they lose, y'all just sweep it up under the rug. Ah, he, he's a two-time loser. And you don't want to talk about it. And then you want to say, well, you guys are just saying the same talking points and not everybody breaks up. But then when they break up, it's bad. You break up, it's like ugly. <laughs> right? Look at Tom Brady. When the breakup happens, you're like, well, and nobody has answers for you. That's what people, that's what I want to remind you of. Anyway, let's get off of that subject here. You lose bigly. Do you want to lose bigly? Now, let me just say this and end it. When you don't lose bigly, that means you end up to eating the bullshit. Right? You'd be like, well, I'll just go ahead and just settle for this bullshit. And here she comes with your pills. Um, it looks like you have so many pills missing. 
Oh, here come this woman. <laughs> here come this woman. Woman, what you want? <laughs> you ever be with an old couple? And she go just, she's poking the bear the entire time. You just watching it. And he's sitting there. Oh, what you talking about, woman? I'm tired of you dealing with me, woman. I'm going to just sleep in the set of my bedroom, woman. And she be like, you can go on and sleep in there. You be snoring loud and you sitting there. And guess what? Soon as she leave the room, he leaning over on you. Man, I get tired of that woman sometimes. Man, don't get married. Don't get married. These women out here be tripping. Now he want to tell you under his breath. Mm, these women. Mm, I get tired of that woman. Bang, zoom to the moon. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. These type of goofballs. And you sit in there like you just be telling me, man, you need to get you a good woman. You need to settle down. You need to get you a good woman. You get you a good woman and you find her and you, she'll be your world. I want to remind you. <laughs> I want to remind you. When you get married, it is for forever. Now, you guys in your 20s and 30s trying to jump off the red pill and jump off the manosphere. Y'all like, oh, the talking points. Oh, we're tired of this. Oh, you're generalizing. Okay, when you jump your ass off and you go get you a girl and you walk that aisle, I'm going to tell you, it's for a long time. You don't realize it. You're in your 20 and 30. When you get married, this is for forever. Forever, ever, ever, ever. Like, it's for decades. And you haven't even lived decades yet. You barely even become knowledgeable of yourself. Like, if you're in your 30s, you can't barely remember anything significantly Past the age of, under the age of 15. Like, under the age of 15, you be thinking. Like, you could think of a couple of things. You're like, I remember that. I remember that. But you literally lived 365 days for 15 years, times 15, and you barely can't remember 20 events. And you're in your 30s. Now, with that being said, you only got 15 years of consciousness. <laughs> you only got 15 years of consciousness that you've lived in your life. Now, you're going to trade that in for 45, 50 years going forward, which you're going to remember damn near everything in your consciousness. You're going to remember it all. It's going to be vivid. You're going to remember the decision you made and so forth and so on. From 30 to 70, you're going to remember it all. But here you go. You're going to trade that shit in, and then when you get there, you walk her down the aisle, you're 35. You got to go to 75, 80 to make it. You got to go to 80 and you only made 15 years of your life yet. You've only made 15, 20 years of your life. You got to go another 45, 50. Woo. It, it's not easy, bro. I'm just letting y'all know that shit going to be ugly. Even if you make it out alive, you're going to go through some bullshit. People do not understand. And when you make the legal agreement, what's going to happen is, you cannot just walk away because you you got family invested. You got money invested. You got kids invested. We'll go through the marriage wheel. You can't just walk off and be like, whatever, broad. I'll just go get another one. And that woman where you married her, she's going to get older and fatter. Just to let you <laughs> I'm not. Highly likely, she's going to get older and fatter. And she's not going to get nicer. I don't care what the, she's not going to get nicer to you. She's going to get more disrespectful towards you over time. I'm not lying. It's going to be challenging. 
So don't think it's going to be that easy. When we tell you these things and arm you, it is not to get you tired of these same talking points. I'm giving you a refresher course on what to expect. This is not something to take lightly. The most important thing you're going to do in your life is mate selection. If you fumble the mate selection bag, it could cost you your life, your finances, your children, your legacy, and so forth and so on. Your mental health, your stress, your health. This is not an easy decision. So people that come in here too, I find it odd that a lot of people do try to counteract my talking points, but it's never about that. They either talk about how I'm a sellout or that I threw somebody else under the bus. It's never that. Coach is wrong here. All right, you might say I'm a, a doom and gloom, but go into it. What am I doom and gloom about? Huh? What am I doom and gloom about? And why they never married? It's never a person that's married. It's never a person, rarely ever, it's never a person that's married. Let me show you my good wife. Even if they do that, it's anecdotal. It's anecdotal. They're always some hope strategist or some PUA or some bullshit around here. It's, it's actually the same bullshit. Same thing with these female content creators. Same with these female content creators coming here with that bullshit. And then they come in here and they ain't got no damn kids. They've been married mayor, barely a year or two. They've been divorced. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It ain't never nobody that I've been married for 25 years. And me and my husband, we still go together and slap bellies like big old mooses every night. Big old hippopotamuses. And we have all the sex and he gets all the sex for him. For me, I'm submissive and respectful to him. Um, he's. I make money and he's not intimidated. I pay for his stuff. It's never the opposite. It's never the opposite and to prove me wrong. It's always that bullshit. Well, she's strong and independent and I'll be up under her wing. <laughs> why? Why, why, why? Why can't people be honest and go in on me? I will take it. Go in on me and stop pulling bullshit ass clips on me. They want to pull the bullshit ass clips. I speak for six hours a day on YouTube. Here they come with some bullshit-ass clip. Oh. <laughs> I get it. I do the same thing. I get it. You got to do what you got to do to make a dime out of here. Go in on the basis of what I'm talking about. Can't dis you can't disprove it. Can't disprove it. You can just say I have an attitude about it, but you can't disprove it. Anyway. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see if I can get over to the Super Chats. Then we'll talk about Kaylee. Flat back to Kaylee. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to, we got Super Chats. Shout out to ACDC says, Coach, no disrespect, but that Bayless X with that dyed hair looked like someone been into a Snickers bar. BW's got to stop with that haircut. We need to stop being crit critical of BW's hair. That's what we need to do. Because they have no way out. Just to be honest, they have no way out. They're kind of screwed on this hair thing. All right. But I, I'm just telling you, I cannot choose you if you trend to wear a wig. But they're kind of screwed themselves. They screwed the pooch. The best thing they could do is go see Tony Braxton or Halle Berry's pixie haircut. That's the best way out. Other than that, anything they do past that, it's over. I mean, they're going to get criticized. So this is why they go above and beyond and look stupid, right? With a red Kool-Aid wig. With the lace front. They can't do nothing with that hair. There's a black woman on um talking about <laughs> racism 
and cultural appropriation wearing a full ass blonde hair wig. And I'm like, what? you you can't tell me that these people are out here. <laughs> she was like, and white folks this, and white folks that, and white folks. She had a full, long, stringy hair, blonde hair wig on. <laughs> I was like, what the? I mean, the lack of self-awareness is out of control. So the difficulty with BWs is even if they chop their hair and spike it up like a mohawk looking like the red rooster from the 1980s wrestling, people are going to criticize them. <laughs> they can't they can't do it. They wear their hair natural. They gave up on life. They wear a wig. They they straggle daddles. They they put their hair in cornrows and put a stocking over it and a wig on top of it. I mean, they're kind of stuck. They're kind of stuck. So it is kind of what those thing is. You guys got to find out what you want. And if you want a sister, find out what you want in terms of the hair thing. But uh, most likely you're not going to find it. They're going to do they got to do what they got to do out here to survive. If you don't want girls with purple hair wigs and wigs all in your closet, when you walk in, they got that little mannequin head and they got all these wigs lined up. <laughs> I mean, like, he says, somebody says, I think the scrutiny against them is valid given that they tear dudes down. This is true. I mean, look, uh, the dynamics between men and black men and, and black women is actually devastating. It's devastating. It's, it's something that people can't solve because neither one will look in the mirror. And particularly from the black woman's perspective, she ain't taking no L. So she continues to change dynamically and will not have any self-awareness to say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bring something back. Right. And so it's kind of like a false. This is very general. This is very general. I'm not speaking for everybody specifically. They tend to not reach back and say, okay, where do I need to self-improve? They don't have that quality. Thus, at the beginning, when they have an advantage, they do put down and tear down men. And I call this false flirting. I call it false flirting. So they think it's flirting. Like, um, you know, they don't have an example. So any people remember this in middle and high school. The one black girl, the black girls that have crushes on you, they'll be mean to you. <laughs> they'll be mean and brothers that actually are able to overcome that and be mean to them back like hardcore mean to them back they'll find the endearing relationship but not a lot of black men are built like that right that's only a small percentage of men that put up with that bullshit and a lot of like she'll hit you she'll call you names she'll call you ashy and dirty she might have a crush on you she'll take your hat and throw it in the sewer that girl has a crush on you in the community that girl has a crush on you She's paying you a lot of attention. Now, sometimes they just bullying you, but many times that person has a crush. Not only that, she's most of the time, <laughs> yeah, slap the books out of your hand. Now, what happens is that's how they, for some reason, that's how they flirt. They also will talk shit about you, meaning the dozens. They'll talk shit about you. And you will catch them in a moment of weakness when they're not around their friends cackling, <laughs> laughing at you. Look at that ass over there. They laughing at you, right? And then when you get her alone, she's nice and snuggling into you. And uh, and you in high school all confused. You see her and you're like, oh, my God, there's that girl again. I actually had a girl like that when I was in high school. Her name was, I believe, is Annette. Annette. 
and we went to middle school through high school together up until like, I think we knew each other from like seventh to ninth grade, right? This girl was mean as hell to me. Me, I'm talking about mean. I would see Annette seventh, eighth, ninth grade. I would see her. I'll be like, oh my God, there goes Annette. And she talked, she, she used to say, you don't match. Everything I did, she was critical as hell of me and be cackling in front of her friends <laughs> for three years. Summer comes around. Summer between ninth and 10th grade comes around. One of her friends said, oh, Annette been having a crush on you for the last three years. She used to call me Blackie. She used to call me Blackie, Ashy. She used to call me all kind of shit. And then between, you know, of course, summer, once you about to end the school year, everybody start trying to lock in their summer fornications. And here's, here come her friend. You know, Annette got a crush on you. Annette? I'm sitting there like, what? Her? She's been, she been dissing me for three years straight consecutively. So this is what we are talking about. This is what we have to understand. And unfortunately, people don't know how to flirt. So this is when women find out that you have a fragile ego. They talk shit, put you down, right? And then you come back and you put them down and then they are crying in tears. And you're like, what's wrong with them? And I can't, if you can't deal with me putting you down, well, that's because they like you. That's because they like you. And then as soon as you snap back at their ass, they crying. You're like, how's she crying when she's snapping on me the whole time? Because she likes you. That's her way of flirting. That's her way of flirting. So a lot of brothers go through that. <laughs> and that's because they don't know how to deal with relationships. They have no prime example. This is very in general. This is very general. They don't have examples. So they have toxic love. They give toxic love back as a way to get attention to you. That's the only way they know to reach. They don't want to submit. They don't want to be feminine. They don't want to do these things. So they snap at you, hoping that you're giving them attention. And you somehow, I don't know, accept it, deal through it, push through the bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. But that's how they work. So if you're dealing with sisters, you got to be able to deal with it and put up with a lot of toxic stuff. And it's not just sisters. Yeah, Puerto Rican chicks do the same thing. Dominican chicks, just about Dominican chicks in America, same thing. Trailer park trash white women and some middle class white women, same thing. It's the same thing, man. Italian chicks, same thing. Yep, Italian chicks, same thing. So it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, it's not just sisters, but, you know. It's a little rough, y'all, here. All right, shout out to JC. He says, Coach, if you stop at the right frame, you can see the bailiff's sad face. That the plaintiff was seeing. He says he wasn't smiling until the cameras went on him. That is actually true. I would go back to it, but we kind of hit that point. But that's true. He started He started sniggling after he got called out. He said that angry loving. And again, I actually talked about this. They take that into their 20s, mid-20s. I had a sister that I dated in Louisiana, a red bone. And every day it was this nitpicky ass argument starting bullshit but she wanted that aggressive makeup sex she wanted you to be like shut up and let me tell you what and put you in your place and then when she got on her back she was like meow meow <laughs> when you flipped her over she was like take it that, that bad boy love she was like take it daddy take it from me put me in my place dude white women do this too man 
They do this too. They're they're not the only ones. It's just more passive aggressive. The attacks will be sneaky attacks. It won't be all out aggressive attacks. Soon soon it yeah, a lot of people can't do this. And the arguments are going nowhere. Sometimes it could end up being some domestic violence situation. But what she really wants is meow, 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 meow. Take it from me. Put me in my place. Shut me up. I'll be like, no, I ain't trying to do all that. Because at some particular point, you don't want the sex. You'd be like, shut up. (laughs) All right, Henry Resilient, marriage is scary when it goes bad. And I got one million on my head via life insurance. Indeed. He says, I can't take her off the policy until the divorce is finalized. Yeah, boy, if you lose your life. I'm rich, baby. <laughs> wow. And he says, your, your points about marriage divorce is 100% right. There's no disputing it. And that's my main points. We'll talk about that with you, Hope Strategist. My main points, when, that, when we talk about marriage and divorce, there's no disputing anything I talk about. All you can say is, well, I hope it never happens to me. Gamer Life says, hey, CGA, I'm in the beginning of the stream. I appreciate the talking point list at the bottom so I can zoom through the streams. Thanks for all that you can do. Exactly. That's why I do that for you, brothers. Jonathan Smith, he says, shaking my head. Legacy legacy ninjas going to learn the hard way. He says, I'm in a long-term relationship with the mother of my two boys. Not married. I'm here to tell you, marriage fatherhood is not as fulfilling or as rewarding as you think i'm letting y'all know you're going to pay for that that's not going to come free people don't think i'm gonna just have kids and find me a wife settle down you're gonna pay for that every day i have two kids now if you want to have kids and i have kids and you're saying well you have kids why are you telling me not to have it i'm not telling you not to do anything I'm telling you, there's a cost to it, and it is not free, and it is not all fun and games. You're going to have fun times, but if it goes left, which the majority of the relationships with kids do nowadays, unless you're in Topeka, Kansas, when it goes left, it's going to be painful. You're going to pay a lot. Now, if you're in a marriage or a relationship and you stick around for the kids, that's putting yourself in one of the most miserable conditions that you can ever put yourself in because you're accepting toxic bullshit from your partner just to stick around for your kids. Now, Tom Brady is in that situation right now. And I posted something and people was like, don't never fear a woman. I'm like, Tom Brady doesn't fear Giselle. Tom Brady fears losing access to his kids for an unpredictable amount of time. He's scared of the unpredictability of his next few years because Tom Brady planned his life out. Same as marriage men. Married men plan their life out. Okay, for these five years, we're going to have kids and then we'll raise the babies and we're going to do this. And then from five years to the next five years after that, we're going to do this. The kid's going to go through fifth grade and middle school. And then when he gets to middle school, he's going to go to high school and then we're going to do this. And then we're going to go to college. And then after college, we're going to be empty nesters. And men have their life all planned the hell out. And then she goes, yank, pulls the rug from up under your feet. For people that are saying, no, they don't. Women file for divorce nearly 80% of the time. She pulls the rug from up under your foot, bait and switch style. Now your plans are gone. Mm. (laughs) Now you have nothing. Now you got to replan your entire life around her bullshit that she's going to start in the courts, the court of public opinion, 
with your family, with your kids. All of that shit is going to be unpredictable. That's what Tom Brady's scared of. Because now he he planned his life out. I won seven Super Bowls, and then I'm going to have my business, and then I'm going to be doing television, and then I'm going to be doing what? Hall of Fame, and I'm going to ride that shit out, and I'm going to have my kids the entire way. Nope. No, you're not. Not anymore. <laughs> Every day you wake up, you're going to wake up to some bullshit. Every day you wake up is likely to wake up to some bullshit. You ain't never going to be able to sleep good. You're going to be like, and then Giselle going to be on some bullshit. Oh, shit. That's what Tom Brady's worried about. <laughs> he ain't worried about none of that other shit and scared of her. He's scared now. The rest of his 50 years are unplanned. And now he's subject to Giselle's bullshit and mood swings. That's what he's scared of. And there's nobody going to be able to put that fire out in Giselle. For the rest of her life, she can just go back to Tom. Let me fuck with Tom. I ain't got nothing better to do. Let's fuck with Tom today. Is she going to say? And it's all Jermaine Fultz. It's always Jermaine Fultz. <laughs> Dude. And nobody's going to put her in jail. Nobody's going to arrest her. Nobody's going to arrest her or charge her with perjury when she lies on you. When she tells, writes a tell-all book. When she starts telling Everybody he cheated on seven Super Bowls. Nothing he can do about it. He just gonna have to eat it. Yep, he cheated in every one of these Super Bowls. <laughs> That's what he's scared about. All right, anyway, Cali West Miami says fresh and fit versus China doll was an example of BW's dissing you because they call it flirting. Yep. And so China doll, they don't know what to do when, a, when because a black woman typically or a Puerto Rican or an Italian chick, she's going to escalate it to the point where people are going to want to rescue her out of the situation. But she thinks she's flirting. She thinks she's flirting and she's she's like, why are you escalating on me? Why are you yelling at me? And she full on was yelling and disrespecting you, talking over you. And you're like, she's flirting. That's called negative. That's called false flirting. She thinks she's flirting, but 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 she's being toxic. She's just grabbing your attention. Shout out to ABL. He says, Jada's about to write a tell-all book on Will. Again, Will stayed for the children, and now guess what's happening? I'm not saying Will was 100% a positive person. He stayed for the kids. Look what's happening to Will. Now, she's going to write a tell-all book on his ass, and it's going to be full of her, her dragging his ass in the court of public opinion. That's going to look like an asshole now which he probably is one, but somebody says abuse of flirting. All right. Henry resilient. My life was planned. I reached my career goals was about to double down on another kid in a bigger house. Then she became a feminist. And he says, and I filed divorce. Okay. I got to get over to the other avenues over here. Thank you for those super chats, but we were going to get into that bait and switch. And um, people are going to, what about the men? What about when the men do guys, this is a platform. From a men's perspective, I keep warning you about that. And everybody wants me to all of a sudden be equal. Once, once men start to do things on a situation where let's just say I have a show and they're like, what about when the men do this? What you will find, and you will find this from these content creators that are now trying to distance themselves from this type of stuff because the heat is on. What you will find is that then the majority of their content tends to do what? 
then be this somewhat equal representation, but it's more geared towards the female audience. Then they start shuffling for the female audience because what? Their views start going up. And then the level-headed females be in the comment section. Oh, I love your content. Oh, at least you're the most level-headed of the few. Because then the majority of your video is going to start being that. If you ever thought I was a grifter, this is for you goofy dudes calling me a grifter. Guys, if I wanted to grift, I would make the majority of my content aimed towards women. Because I would be a damn millionaire at this point. <laughs> and I can do it. I can act with the best of them. I can simply just stab everybody in the back over here, do a heel turn, and I can be out here getting views on top of views. If you think I'm a grifter, you want to see grifting? I'll heel turn on y'all asses real quick, and I'll be stacked with money. I'll be rolling in the deep. <laughs> I'll turn into Derek Coach Adams Jackson right now, and you want to see grifting? You want to see grifting? Shit. Goofballs, I'll be out here with 50, 11 views on every live stream, just trashing men or being equal representation. You want to see grifting? I'll write a whole book about incels in the manosphere, what I've learned in four years making manosphere content, and then I'll act like I'm jumping ship. You want to see grifting? I'll be in here making money hand over fist. I'll have my channel at full monetization by tomorrow. <laughs> Shit, man, I tell you, I'm tired, tired of, I'm tired of these suckers out here. I'll put out a whole R&B album singing and begging to women. Forgive me, I was wrong making this Manosphere content. It's time to grift. Lambo all in the garage. Big, fabulous 18-bedroom house. You want to see grifting? <laughs> Shit, I could show you real fast. And it will be a matter of time before you see me up in the Lambo and I'll be like. I'm what I do is actually going against the grain. What I do is double down. It's hard for me out here. It ain't easy. It gets harder for me every day. Like literally, y'all put up your little grifting video and then sit back and relax. I got to be on stream for three hours. <laughs> and then come back in the afternoon just to equal what you put out at 16 minute video. Shit. Anyway, yeah, people be people be cracking my ass up, man. Wow. Oh my. PayPal is wait a minute. No, that's not PayPal. It's not Liddy. I thought PayPal was Liddy. Shout out to somebody says CGA, don't blow up my spot, man. He says we can't let them know Afro-Asian expansion plans. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I'm going to be over there. Shout out Mr. Odom says, hey, brother, keep up the good, good work. Found the I got money old dude. Turns out he's a Stone Cold RP. And you can add this one to your soundboard. Um, yeah, we know him. He is actually our boy, um, Uncle Earl. He is um, he's on Tiffany and Uncle Earl's uh, Instagram. He says proof. He says the free agent lifestyle is the way. I can't click in the link because I don't know what's on the other side of that link. Okay. Y'all want to see some shuffling? Dude, I go against the grain on just about every subject. I don't know how you think I'm grifting. I'm a, I, I'd be going against the grain on black issues, against the government issues, against the, I'm going against the grain on male and female dynamics. 
I'm literally going swimming upstream like salmon, and there's a big ass grizzly bear waiting at the top of the damn uh river stream. That's me every day. I'm going against the grain <laughs> on every subject. That's what I wake up and do. And then dudes are up here. I'm grifting. Him grifting. The hell? What are we doing? <laughs> Grizzly bear just waiting for me. I'm just a hopping up the stream like this. Hop, hop. I'm going to get to that egg. I'm going to get hop, hop. Grizzly bear just waiting like, bring your ass on. And then y'all clip one little part. Him a grifter. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me get back to this show. Let's get the flat back to Kaylee right here. Oh, I can make this easy for me. I can make it very, very easy for me on this platform. It can be very simple. I can make this nice and cozy and comfy. You know what I could do? I could go full ass renegade and say, you know what? I found me a nice little Blasian woman. She going to sit right here. She rubbing my shoulders. Baby, you want anything? Fill up this tea, baby, sweetie. How you doing? All your bills paid? I pay all my girls' bills. I don't know what y'all suckers out here doing. And look at that tail. Boy, she perfectly got the perfect flat back and a little nice bubble in the back. And she come back and flip her hair. <laughs> she bring me my tea. See, what you need to do is you need to find you a submissive woman like that. I'm going to tell you how to find her. Shit, I'll be gone, bro. Skyrocket. I'll be at a million subscribers. Have her sit on my lap. Hi, baby. Hi, darling. Honey, baby. Honey buns. Hi, my little rice patty. Shit, man. Gone. I'm rich, bitch. Getting in and out of the car. I can have women on my platform. I have yet to put women on my platform. Yet to. And I still do well. I can have my microphone set up right now. Three women. All you see is they feet right here. There'll be a bench right here with microphones and feet right here. All right, everybody. We got our nice little. I got my triage of wonderful, strong and independent women. They all have jobs. And here they go. All you see is feet swinging right here. Here you go right here. Hi, daddy. Hi, coach. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. Number one. Hi, baby. Number two. See, I take care of all these women. I pay all their bills. And they don't even have to have sex with me. Baby, y'all don't even have to have sex with me. I don't use that as a requirement because I'm a real man out here. You brothers need to be real, man. You dusty, dirty, incel virgins. I can't stand that y'all watch my show. All of these people that watch my... Mm. Then I could go pro-black on y'all just like that. The racism out here don't work the same. <laughs> Every vlog, I'm running around here with my ashy elbows, ashy knees. Oh, baby, get in the door. Open the door for you, baby. Let me put coats over puddles. Hey, baby, you the best. This is how I can do, y'all. <laughs> this is a podcast format. Just remember, this is how I can do, y'all, right here. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Let me share the screen. Let me share the screen. I can run game. I can tell y'all to run game on these hoes. Yeah, me and you can be the best thing since sliced bread, pants with pockets. We can be closer than shoes with no laces, words with no spaces. <laughs> the name's Daryl. Hey, look at here. Tell me this. Does your left eye hurt? Because you've been looking right all night long. Ooh. 
Daryl. Yeah, I'm on the phone with my doctor right now. He says I'm lacking vitamin U. <laughs> Daryl. They're going to go crazy over this Egyptian musk. Ooh, yeah. Yep. I can do the cologne. Whole bullshit. Mm. I got a whole hey, I got a whole collection of cologne. I got clothes and suits. I could be up here in my suit tomorrow with a spinny clock right here with my do rag and my damn uh my damn hat tilt to the side. Okay, with all my jewelry and bling bling. I don't even wear a bling on my show. Bruh, I could be out here winning on YouTube. Some of my partners over there just made a bet that I couldn't start a conversation with the most beautifulest girl in here. <laughs> Let's go get a drink with their money. <laughs> I mean, I ain't no photographer or nothing, but I could picture us together. <laughs> Say cheese. <laughs> Bruh, you see what I'm saying, dude? I don't be blinging out here. I don't be trying to be fancy. I come on here with this raggedy ass, dingy ass, black ass shirt in my YouTube uniform. No suit, no tie, no coat, no hat cock, no shades, no bling, no rings, no nothing, no watches, nothing. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> All right, stop with the bullshit. And I don't be out here. <laughs> I be getting these hoes. You know, you know what I'm saying? I be out here, man. Y'all brothers don't know, man. I be getting these hoes, be wrecking them. I'll approach 100 women. <laughs> Here's my receipts. Oh, sorry, man. My damn camera went out. But I be out here getting these hoes. <laughs> Y'all missing out. <laughs> Y'all missing out on this game right here. This game right here ain't, ain't to be told, sold, is told, all right? Or told, is sold right here. Sign up for my PUA code. <laughs> I'm not doing all of that. I come on here. I deliver my content with proof. And here y'all go. Him grifting. What? Stop. Stop that. Stop hating, man. <laughs> if y'all want this fabulous lifestyle, if y'all want this and that, y'all want this bling, huh? Y'all want this life. <laughs> y'all need this player, huh? And they dealing with scab-peeling skeezers the whole time. And I call it out. They just dealing with scab-peeling skeezers. They dealing with the one woman that was ready to part her legs. They didn't do nothing special. They thought they did something special, but they keep aiming for low-hanging fruit, and they keep hitting it. Okay. Anybody could do that. <laughs> You're not successful. You're dealing with scab peeling skeezers, but it's okay. That's what I say. And that's a grift. I'm not even selling nothing. <laughs> Super easy, dude. I can flip this in a matter of no time flat. Y'all want to see some selling? You know how many people I turn down for marketing and advertisement on this channel? I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. I turn down stuff all the time. All the time. I could be up here. Well, let me stop for a second. Do you need to manscape your body? Let me stop right second. Do you need some cologne? Let me stop right second. Do you want a honest website that you can go to? Go to this website. I turn out this shit all the time, bro. And they can pay me $5,000 a month. I have people say, I will pay you $5,000 a month. And I'd be like, nope. <laughs> I'd be like, nope. That's all right. I don't want it. Anyway, you need to wax your back here. You need to get all that man hair off your back. Here you go right there. Get this wax. But no, I keep my show what it is. I try to get my, go give me a couple books. Go get your life. I'm going to tell you the real. And I hop the hell off of here. And then I'll be at the junior college. <laughs> Meanwhile, your favorite dating coach is banging trannies. Mm -hmm. Admitted it. 
and they have photos of themselves. <laughs> Where are we at? Where are we at, bro? All right, anyway, let's get to flat back to Kaylee. Now Manscaped people are hating, hating on me. Now Manscaped people are hating me. They're like, we was going to give you a sponsorship. I don't want it. Now I might want it two years from now and think, oh, I could have made $5,000 extra a month, right? But I'd rather deal with this and give you the real and stay here long term. I'm not trying to sell y'all out. But anyway, speaking of selling out, speaking of selling out, we're going to get to this flat back to Kaylee. Uh, uh, more proof of what we talk about, about the hypocrisy of uh, female attention, right? So here's, we're going to pull her up right here, flat back to Kaylee. Uh, let's make her a little bit larger. There she is right there. Um, flat back to Kaylee right here. It says right here, remember we see these videos of women saying, don't approach me in the gym. I'm trying to work out, right? We knew this was bullshit, that they go there to get attention in nightclubs. I showed you the video yesterday of that Asian woman claiming because a guy glanced at her that she was getting some sort of attention and she did something. And so we did also see the other Kaylee trying to set that black tr personal trainer up. Watch these guys are all thirsty over me. And she takes her top off. She peels her top off. And then the guy glances at her and then she says do well, you have a problem with me why are you always harassing us in the gym now this flat back over here now goes back to the other side pendulum swings again and she puts the tiktok up which i tried to go to her tiktok and it's deleted so just so i can give you some proof here she deleted her tiktok because the hate was so real let's go ahead and show you here so i went to her tiktok and it's gone she was like all right oh nope she was like she, she didn't want to catch that heat. She must have been catching some heat. So, wait a minute. Did y'all see that? TikTok gone. Hey, y'all can't see it. I'm, I'm sharing the wrong screen. I'm, that's, a net, that's a later video that I'm going to show. This is going to be her TikTok here. There it is right there. Gone. Gone, gone, gone. All right, so let me remove that and show you back the picture. And this is the hypocrisy that men, because we want to be straightforward. Men to want to be straightforward in the frustration of men in dating is that women aren't straightforward and not all women are the same. So you're getting one woman that says this and the other women that say that. But of course, if something happens negatively, they all get together in their female own group preference. So they'll defend somebody even if they don't agree with them. And you're like, what? So men tend to be one of straightforward. Are you in the gym for attention or to work out? 80% of the women are in gyms for attention. Maybe more. It is the new nightclub. It is not even the new nightclub. It's the nightclub now. So it's been a nightclub like that for the last three years. As you can see, she don't look like she work out at all. And she's going to admit on this screenshot, me paying $270 a month at Equinox, which is a high level gym, to dress in cute workout clothes and walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes so I can find a gym boyfriend. And I've been here going on seven months and nothing. Now, she's sad-faced here, and now, of course, this is the simp wolf whistle. This is your time to jump in here and say, well, you can get me. But let me tell you what the dynamics is of Equinox. If you don't know, I've actually had a membership at Equinox, and I dated a girl who had a membership at Equinox. Once you go into Equinox, the passive-aggressive fuckery is apparent. I mean, the passive-aggressive, it's, it's actually uh, off the charts. And I told you about the story of one of my clients, which was a wealthy guy, probably in his 50s. Um, but um, he was a big guy. He was like six foot three, but he was slightly out of shape. But you could tell he had money. 
you could tell he had money. Well, me and him, he actually got me a membership at Equinox because uh, he wanted me to train him, but he didn't want to train me. He didn't want me to train him at his gym, at my gym. He wanted me to train him at Equinox. And I've had several stories I shared about this brother. And um, he was like, here, I'll get you a membership at Equinox. And then we would go to Equinox. When he walked in, me and him would walk in together. The women would be head turning, snapping, married women, flat back to Kaylee's. And this was a big white guy. And they knew they could smell it. He has money. And he wasn't very, he wasn't bling blingy. He wasn't drippy. We would come in in the same workout attire. He'd have his shoes on. They could smell him. Young flatbacks, five foot 10, long model flatbacks going after this guy, walking by. And I'd be like, wow. That's like these bras can smell the money. Well, they're in Equinox. They know that somebody paying $270, $300 a month has money, probably. Now, there's some posers in Equinox, but these women are on the hunt when they go to Equinox, which this woman admits right here. So I don't want to hear the bullshit about it. She's in there hunting. Now, let me go back and swing it back to the conversation about the girl that I dated that had a membership to Equinox. Every time she would go to the gym, she would be talking about the doctors, the young male doctors, the young male attorneys, all of these men that they would. I was walking on the treadmill. This guy came up to me. He was a doctor. He was a lawyer. He owned a car dealership. He was a CEO. When They're hunting. They're hunting when they go to these. A lot of divorcees will go to Equinox. When they get divorced, rich divorcees will have make sure their ex-husbands uh, pay for their gym membership, and they go to Equinox to find their next husband. Let me give you another example. There are married women in these suburbs that won't allow their husbands to have a membership to Equinox. Right? They know their husband is going to find young flat back to Kaylee's that are going to jump on their Johnson more likely than they would if their husbands went to a nightclub. They know because the women are hunting in Equinox. And if you want an example, I have experience with this. And here's another piece of proof. They're hunting rich, wealthy chads down. Middle Eastern chads down or Mohammeds. They're hunting rich Latina and rich black men. If Let me give you another story. When I went into Equinox once, they thought I was Emmett Smith in Equinox. <laughs> Are you Emmett Smith? That happened twice in Newport Beach. One at, once at Mastro's, once at Equinox. There was like him, Emmett Smith. Woman walks up to me, thought I was Emmett Smith. <laughs> okay. Oh, you must be Emmett Smith. I had a dude walk clean across the room, thought I was Emmett Smith. Because they said this black man is an equinox in Irvine, Newport Beach. He has to be someone. He has to be someone. So this is the mindset of people <laughs> looking at how people go to equinox. Now, this is the reality you got. You got this right here. A woman obviously targeting men when she goes there i'm gonna read it again somebody says more like emmett till uh-oh um it says right here me paying 270 dollars a month at equinox to dress in cute workout clothes walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes so i can find a gym boyfriend and i've been here for seven months and nothing guys this is how passive aggressive people tend to get particularly if you're dealing with Flatbacks and flatback to Kaylee's, they're passive aggressive in the way they approach men. 
They're not going to really deal with cold approach in that way unless they're drunk, a.k.a. low-class, low-hanging fruit skeezers, all right? Yes, you're going to run game on those chicks. But when these chicks are the huntresses, <laughs> that ain't going to fly, okay? Again, I've been challenging these dating coaches. Come out to Irvine. Come out to Newport Beach, all right? I'll take you to all the spots. Go run a game on these girls. They're hunting. They're not there to get game ran on them. They're there to run game. They're hunting. <laughs> That's like the deer coming out against the dude, the woman that was hunting. They ain't trying to get game run on them. They trying to hunt. It's a different mindset. Same thing as these girls in the gym. I'll go out cold approach all girls in the gym. Okay. Yeah. At Planet Fitness. At 24 hour fitness. Yeah. Yeah. But go to Equinox and run that shit. <laughs> Equinox, you're dealing with huntress. You're dealing with what we call apex predators. You're dealing with people who consider themselves high-hanging fruit and not scab-pilling skeezers. So they're not there to open their legs to anybody that just so happens to have a great mouthpiece. They're not there for that. They're there to hunt down chads, rich chads, NFL players, NBA players, and whatnot. By the way, the Equinox that I had a membership to Kobe Bryant at the time had a membership to that Equinox. Now, I never saw him, but he was known to be seen at that Equinox. This is the level of Equinox it is. So when you think that Kobe Bryant, um, there was a couple of other basketball players and football players. Uh, Frank Gore, there was another guy, um, played for the Clippers. You know me with names. I know his face. Um, Damn, what's his name? I can't remember his name. But anyway. These are the t- actors. Actors went there. There were actors that went there. Those are the type of people that went to my Equinox. Not Elton Brand, but it was a dude he got. He's now an announcer. He had a little Me Too case. They swept it under the rug. He wasn't a top star, but he was a good player. Oh, man. It's going to drive me crazy. It's going to drive me crazy. This wasn't Kawhi. Not Katino Mobley, but Katino Mobley did. I just chatted with him. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Somebody is going to mess it up. Don't mess it up. Just don't mess it up. Y'all naming names now. Let's see here. Clippers announcer. Mm-mm. Corey Maggetti. Corey Maggetti. That's the guy. Corey Maggetti. Thank you, uh, J-Man. Corey Maggetti. Corey McGetty. Corey McGetty was in the neighborhood, too, that I lived in. So he went to that Equinox. All right. So this is how this is how big this is how much the Apex Predator hunters went to that. So if you go to Equinox and you're a guy that's going to run game and they got big whales out there and you're just a little fish or you're a duck in a small ass pond and you're going to be like, I'll show you how to do it in Equinox. She. Yeah, no, bro. I'm letting you know, man. No. It ain't happening, bro. It ain't happening. They're not looking for you guys. So let's see here. Let's get on with the next show. Hope Strategies out here. Hope Strategies. Here we are right here. Says the Hope Strategists, they're tired of the red pill. They're tired of these things right here. He says, hey, hearty workout, sir. They're tired of the red pills. Let's talk about these guys right here. Uh, do I have, oh. I meant to talk about this one right here. So they're tied to these, what they would call talking points, and they think it's over. 
And yes, there are going to be a lot of men that have invaded the space, meaning they've been invited in um, mostly by the people like I would say Kevin Samuels. I'm not dissing him, but Kevin Samuels opened up the sphere to a lot of people who were completely unaware. But in reality, these were people who were hope strategists, hoping that the content was going to change women. And Kevin went Kevin and people like this put a lot of women in their place very, very well, meaning they gave them a double dose of this reality. Now, what people thought by coming over and being exposed to this was that the women were going to get it all of a sudden. They were going to go, aha, we understand now. Okay. Okay. And they were going to change. Now, when he was absent, you know, in his absence, people have reached out to other content creators, right? Like myself, I feel the void or have been become more aware because you've got suggested my videos. Then when you come over to me, I'm like, nah, bro. That I'm not riding with that because something hasn't changed to get you to jump back to the plantation, meaning the laws, meaning cooperativeness. Like his whole thing was finding women who have been cooperative. You have seen women become less cooperative since his absence. You haven't seen them all of a sudden say, aha, we got it. Kevin Samuels put us in our place. Now we're cooperative. And now to get you to run back to the plantation, it's been getting worse even since his short absence. It's been getting worse and worse. Not only that, the laws haven't changed. Nothing's changed for the dynamics for me to then sell you, you have enough of this. Man, eh, there's enough. I've had enough, so I'm gonna run black, back. Not only that, the economy does not suggest that this is the best time to start relationships. So you have a lot of women that are becoming more broker. They're selling a little bit. They're selling a bit. Some of them are turning to Instagram and some of them are turning to TikTok. I have an article with, that said, or a video that's, uh, sorry, a meme that says, a woman says, forget it, I'm just too broke. I'm going to OnlyFans. You have a younger generation that are having higher and higher body counts. And I know you're tired of hearing these echo chamber messages, but I'm just here to remind you, you hope strategies that get tired, that all of a sudden you want to disembark you want to go ahead and put down this fear for being repetitive and having talking points and going to get censored and deplatformed at some particular point. Okay, okay, we all accept that. But what happens when you go back out there? What's going to happen when you go back out there? I'll tell you. Some of you will be successful. But most of y'all going to eat shit. All right, I'm just letting you know right now. Statistically, some of you are going to be successful. But most of y'all going to eat shit. That's what's going to happen. I mean, statistically, we can bear out, and I haven't prepared statistics, but every statistical category that you see, it's not going to work. You're going to accept low-hanging fruit, or you're going to accept the leftover woman. You ain't about to win a damn thing out here. You ain't about to win. <laughs> Wait. You can't win. You ain't about to win shit. Most of you guys going to get a girl at best. You're going to move her in at best. Your relationship going to last six months to three years at best. If you get married, your marriage is going to last seven to eight years at best. Average. This is the cumulative average. Some of you guys will go and go to 15 years or 20 years at best and then get divorced. Statistically, 80% of y'all, by the time you get to the 20-year mark, divorced in your 50s, paying child support until 68 at best. It ain't even a 50-50 chance that your shit going to work out. It's like a 90%, 10% that is going to fall flat on its face. With that being said, if you can afford the risk, 
go ahead. But if you believe at some particular point that you're just so tired of this information, which you can be, which is totally fine with me, don't come out here stabbing us in the back because you're tired and you're exhausted by the information. Just stop listening. But if you just so happen to have to now start exposing these people and calling people out for delivering the same message on a daily basis, which I told you, you can leave. Don't let the good, don't let the doorknob hit you with the good Lord split you. You can walk away if you're tired of it. But now you got to start stabbing us in the back. Now you got to start disen, dis, disengaging and trying to say you're separate and you got a different message and all that bullshit. Hey, listen, have at it. But there's a way you get through this content. And I've done this stream probably two years ago. At some particular point, you're going to enter in rage or enter in confusion. You're going to be confused. A woman's going to play you or finesse you, or you're going to enter in divorce or kick to the curb, or you're just going to be an ugly dude, an incel virgin, as they call it. So you're going to struggle early on. You're going to start listening. You're going to go through the rage by understanding there. this game is, is a game. All right. It's basically built on fantasy. And if you don't cooperate, you're traumatized, you're hurt and bitter, okay? You don't cooperate with the fantasy and play the little fantasy game and just go ahead and kowtow, be blue-pilled, and yes, honey, and happy wife, happy life. If you don't play that game, you're just going to come in here angry. Hopefully, after your anger, my goal is to get you to not be in anger anymore because there's a better life out there, meaning you can live a free agent lifestyle. You can live in peace, quiet, and freedom. You can actually make your own life outside of that. Doesn't mean you have to exclude yourself from women, but there's a period where you should exclude yourself from women. That's what I preach. Just so you can get over that rage and discover that there's a better life out there. And then after you get that better life, you can re-engage. And you can decide to say, I'll re-engage and understand what's going on. Now, at that particular point, you're getting into the point of acceptance because you were in denial, you were in rage, then you start accepting it. I accept the risk. And then hit yourself over the head when you take on the risk and you fall for the okie doke. That's your fault now. It's no longer the woman's fault because you have the knowledge. Now, once you get past that, once you get past that, it is time to then graduate. Take your ass on. Go back into the world. If you want to get married, go get married. If you want to go out there and, and risk it and go out there and be a player, or a pip, go out there and do it. If you want to live in freedom, peace, quiet, and harmony, Go do it. Once you graduate, then you can decide what you want to do here. I'll contribute. I'll be silent, contribute. Like people do donate to my show. They are now got their lives full. They're in a point where they can now significantly contribute. They're no longer playing child support. They appreciate the message. Some people drop uh, super chats and they leave. Some people just click on my video and hit the like button and leave. They're like, I don't need to listen to this no more, but I see he's there helping other men. They click on my video, give me the view. They might drop a super chat or a PayPal. They click the like button, they get the hell out of there. They don't listen to the whole three hours. They're like, they're CGA helping other men. But what the hope strategist does, and the people who are jealous or want people to fail, they want this mission to fail, despite the fact that it's 98% very effective for men. What they do is, once they get tired, <laughs> they don't graduate. And I got somebody in here looking for some from attention in here, so we got to hide him. They don't graduate. They come in here and they act like the women. They come in here and act 
just like the women. What do they do? They bait and switch. What do they do? They 180 degree heel turn. What do they do? They stab brothers in the back. What do they do? We tired of this. We're going to expose. What do they do? They troll. Instead of minding their own business, they're in here for two hours and 15 minutes just to troll. They're in here going, I'm going to switch my content now. They're in here. Content's going to be taken down. They're going to go every year. Same bullshit. They're going to go in hard on the manosphere. Just waiting. Every year. Next year, it's the same thing. They're going to go hard in here. <laughs> Acting just like they single-ass mother. Instead of walking your ass away quietly, you can't do it. You can't go quietly. You got to go out kicking and screaming. You got to go out and bring everybody down. You got to go out and then make a whole scene about it. You got to go on and say, I'm not like them other dudes. Instead of walking your ass on. If you don't take your shuffling ass, yellow jelly back spineless ass on, take your moist cake ass on and take your ass back to the plantation. Trust me, you'll be back. Trust me, you're going to get thumped on the head again. Yes, you are. Trust me, your next relationship is going to fail because it's just statistically going to happen. But nah, y'all got to be, we going back. We tired of this ish. There's one problem. Have the laws change. I'll wait. <laughs> Nothing's changed. You know what changed? Your patience. You're impatient now. You don't want to wait for the change. You think because you got the information, you're not, you're protected. No, you're not. No, you're not. You ain't protected from ish. You're not insulated from anything. The bullshit's still out there waiting for you. And what's probably going to happen is this. You're going to get so lonely. I get so lonely. You didn't fail for the whole soft girl era. You didn't fail for the whole I'm going to get my, I forget feminism. You didn't fail for the whole track on thing. You're going to get out there. You're going to get bait and switched. And you're going to knock somebody up. You're going to get on child support and you're going to be running back to coach. Or anybody that's out here. Have women become more fit, friendly, and cooperative? I'll wait. <laughs> you're going to get three months, six months, nine months in the relationship. And you're going to go, oh, shh. Because I'm here to tell you, I love women. I love women. I don't hate them. But I know that they're relentless in bringing you down should they want to bring you down. And it's very much a passive-aggressive, very much a slow-escalating way that they bring it down, right? So much so that they're going to portray themselves as the victim. They hand you the scissors, you do the cutting. They wait for you to fumble. They go through your pills to see if you're cheating. They go through your phone to see if you're cheating. Why? Because they're cheating. Statistically. Generally. They're the ones out here doing the dirt. They just need to catch you doing it so they can say. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And six months later, when you're sitting at the football game and your girlfriend's there, made you spend $450 a ticket, and she's watching Jeffrey Dahmer, not even caring about the football game, and you say, I ain't never taking you nowhere. You're going to feel that burn. Let it burn. You're going to be like, damn, why did I get in a relationship with this woman? They never stop. It's something that 
is in them that actually keeps this thing going until you enter into the black abyss. Everybody knows I'm not lying. When it goes south, they let it go south. They let that ship sink. <laughs> and then you're on the other hand, other side going, damn, I thought I could have the good thing. Now, somebody might get you over here, another content creator, and they might say, my marriage has been fantastic. My marriage is fantastic. I was faking red pill information because they were blue pill and they came in at the height. They were introduced by. I'm not going to say his name like that, but. They were introduced into giving it one more try, giving the old college try. You give it one more try. And these guys have somewhat of a lot of success within the first year of their marriage. <laughs> and then they start switching gears a little bit. You know what? Um, it ain't all that bad. You can be fine marrying a single mother. Look at me. I've been married this single mother or I've been married this woman for six months now. And everything that fool over there, CGA is telling you he was absolutely wrong about. He just been hurt and traumatized and he's bitter. But I'm winning. And as you can see, look at my marriage. I've been doing it for the last six months. And I'm going to tell you how wonderful it is. Now, with that being said, I've never said marriage was not wonderful. As a matter of fact, it is quite wonderful for about two years to three years. There's a joke about marriage. Everybody in their first two years of marriage, drop a quarter in a jar every time you have sex with your wife. For the first two years, drop a quarter into a jar every time you have sex with your wife. After the second year, Take a quarter out every day you do not have segs with your wife. And you will have that jar emptied after the after one year of doing that. As soon as you switch over and say, I'm going to take a quarter out every time I don't have sex with my wife. You'll be out of quarters in six months to a year. You'll be playing the ring game. Statistically, this is true. Then I'm going to look at you as you pushed the success of your six to eight month marriage with my marriage was fantastic for about six years. <laughs> the first six years, there were some bumps. There was some a little bit of work that needed to be done, but it was pretty much not much to complain about. There was a complaint here or there, but it wasn't something that I was ready to jump off the marriage. Six years. And then one day. <laughs> and then one day, uh-oh, it pivoted. It pivoted, and that was like, damn. Now, they used to call this in the past the seven-year itch. In the past, they called it the seven-year itch. In modern times, it's more like the two-and-a-half-year itch. So there's going to be a pivot in which we call over here, I'm educating you, where the moment of truth meets the point of no return. The moment of truth meets the point of no return. There's an intersecting line that's been going like this and been going like this over here. The point of no return and the moment of truth. When the moment of truth arrives, now you have to decide the point of no return is going to collide. It's going to be here. It's going to intersect. Some people go forward where there's no point of no return, but the inevitable is going to happen. There's going to be the inevitable. 
Because once you go past the point of no return and you accept it, you keep the going the line going. You're just playing the ring game. You're just saying happy wife, happy life. You're sleeping on the couch. You're accepting sexless marriage. You're expecting her. You're accepting her going to girls' nights out and getting ramrodded, and then you start masturbating the prawn. Okay, that's the point of no return. The moment of truth happens when you have to look at yourself and say, am I going to accept this? Because if I go past this point and overturn and the moment of truth keeps going, it's not going to keep going very much. That's your truth point. Where are you going now? Most men go past it. The moment of truth happens. The moment of truth doesn't come in the first six months of marriage. The moment of truth doesn't appear in the first two years of marriage. The moment of truth might not arrive until year 10 or 12. So for a person to jump on here and say, look at my marriage. I've been married for six months, a year, two years. They're disingenuous because they haven't experienced the moment of truth meets the point of no return. Once you get there, now tell me. Now tell me what you got. I want to hear it now. Because now you ain't got no leg to stand on because now probably the moment of truth and the point of no return, now you have to sit back and tell me I have to eat plates of shit going on now. I got to now go to now say, hmm, I got to swallow my pride. I got to go to you as that male bailiff went to the male. Man, she counting my pills. She switched up on me. She changed something different. What men have to understand, and I said this earlier, marriage is forever, bro. Marriage is forever. The only way you can judge marriage is for how it ended when y'all both died. <laughs> okay. And hopefully somebody didn't die a short, have a short life. There's no success in the middle. There's no success somewhere in the first two or three years. There's no, you can't claim and Trump triumph or trumpet success. And you've been married for six months. You cannot trumpet success. And you've been married for two years. You cannot trumpet success and you've been married for 10 years. That is not even legally a long-term marriage. It's in California, which has the worst marital laws on records in the, in the world. 10 months, I'm sorry, 10 years is, wait, less than just a day less than 10 years is considered a short-term marriage. Legally. So if you get to year nine and nine year, year nine, 364 day, you are in a short term marriage. It ain't even considered long enough for them to even weigh the marriage. They're like, it's just too short. That's a short term marriage. It ain't even significant in the eyes of the laws. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So if even you get to year 10, you still are in what the law considers a short-term marriage, meaning you can't even trumpet success yet. <laughs> you can't even brag about it yet. It's considered, eh. Let me tell you one more thing. Many states have it so that if you're married less than one year, you can annul the marriage. You don't even have to go through a divorce. You can annul the marriage and legally, it never happened. <laughs> legally, it never happened. 
you, it's like expunging your record. He did get married, but technically it didn't even count. What? Listen to me. And I'm not here to paint doom and gloom. But what I'm tired of is the amount of men that came in here to this space in the last two years and have started their own podcasts and have come out to rain, you know, vitriol towards me and my message, which my message is stay consistent. Roll the dice. <laughs> Roll the effing dice. But they've come in because they wanted women to get this content and change them. I have never said I want women to change. I have never approached that. I've said they're going in a way to where it almost is to the point where they offer very little to you. This is a realistic approach. And then when you take off the plate sex, you have to ask yourself, what is it that she offers? This is what the corner they painted themselves in. That's the corner they painted themselves in. So much now that the dating marketplace is difficult for them. So they are coming over now. And they came through the portal of Kevin Samuels. Because they are now hope strategists and they want me to be saying the same thing. But I'm telling you, there's not much left out there. There's not much meat on the bone. There's not much left out there to you to salvage. And there's a tremendous risk when you go out there. Even if she does for a short amount of time say, I'm a traditional woman, I have uh, submitted, and I've become fit, uh, fit and friendly, there's not much meat on that bone. But you can try it. Good luck. But I'm going to still be here on these principles until I really go grift and chase the bag, and then I'm going to flip and do a heel turn on you, and you're going to see some shuffling and grifting. But I've stayed pretty consistent with this message, and there's no even lead to give you statistics. It's pretty dark out there. In terms of relationship. And when you take the sex off, you then have to ask, what are you getting? I want to know. Are you hoping to get something or are you getting something? Oftentimes, they're telling you up front, they're giving you absolutely nothing. And you'd be lucky to even get the sex from them. Not only that, they will have 20 body counts by the age of 23. Plus 20. In their 20s and 30s. Not only that, once they're 30, they'll be well above 30 to 50. By the time they're 40, they'll be well between uh, 30 to 100. Is this what you want? <laughs> Is this what you want? Because you're really rolling the dice against that. I'm just asking. I, I get it. You're tired of these things. Guys, I have to talk about this every day. I can stop talking about this right now. I could change course right now. I could just focus on my dog channel. But I do this because I think men send me so many messages that thank me. Not only that, celebrity men. I know you guys think I'm a, just a Rudy Pooh over here. I have men that are celebrities reaching out to me all the time. They donate to me. They hit me up on Instagram. They follow me. They're telling me I'm telling the truth. But I get some normie. Some dude trying to get a little bit of YouTube content going their way. They're fighting me, and they tend to find out, pull out the most meaningless points of my stream as I entertain you. And then they'll focus on that. But they're not focusing on this. They're not focusing on the real that I'm giving you. They don't go into my book and break it down. They don't do that. No, nah, they want to do some, some, some Mickey Mouse bullshit. Okay. 
<laughs> go ahead. But the truth is the truth. Let me show you this video. Then we'll get to the super chats. I'm going to show you this. This is what's waiting for you out here. This is what's waiting for you gentlemen out here. Here we go. Every day you're seeing divorces. Every day you're seeing dudes getting raked over the coals. But yet, but yet here I am getting uh, people telling me uh, I'm, I'm heading, I'm barking up the wrong tree. Check this woman out. Okay, so as you can see here, this is a plain Jane whose uh, clown face make it up, made up her face. So she's chopped her hair off, which is a red flag. She's chopped off her hair. Oh, you can't have the audio. Okay, sorry. I misshared again, misfired again. I used to, I'm used to doing things swiftly, but I actually go through the wrong tab. Here we go right here. Uh, let's go back to the beginning. As you can see here, she's chopped off her hair. She's got her fa face very close to the camera. She's dressed very nice. Looks like a traditional garb. She looks like she's dressed traditionally, which they're tricking you, gentlemen. This is a trick. This is what we call chameleon behavior. Now, this is how they survive. This isn't a negative. I'm not talking negative about women. But she has the nose ring on, so obviously she's not as traditional as she's portraying herself. But this is a trick called survival. This isn't a trick that they're trying to be deceptive, but they are trying to hide some things. You don't know what kind, how many tattoos up under there. Can't tell who she is. And she's over the age of 30. Okay, She's definitely over the age of 30. And that's you. Here it is. Let's go ahead and... Um, by the way, this is tricking. This is the definition of tricking. When a person uses deception, see, in order to trick, there must be deception. Many men that go straight to the junior college and the woman that makes herself available in a junior college, there's no deception. There is clear indication of what people are looking for, and there's an agreement. In order for a trick to occur, there must be a deception. And many of you guys participate in tricking while projecting tricking on someone else. That clearly makes an agreement to severance a relationship at certain points. But you guys get married and participate in tricking because there's deception on one point at one point at some particular point of the relationship. But no, everybody else is a trick, but they're out there doing it the right way, agreeing. Let's continue. I'm here to spit. I'm here to educate you. I'm going to pull this up. Here we go. I was supposed to have a first date tonight and he just unmatched me on Bumble. So I guess we're not going to get drinks anymore. Okay, so here, here we are here. She finally showed her eyes. Everybody hear that? Let me know if you didn't hear that. Um, everybody hear this? You can hear this, right? So, so you can hear it. Okay, so she matched with somebody on Bumble, which I'm telling you, dating apps are trash. All right, you're wasting your time. But can you get girls to open their legs on dating apps? Yes. Most of them are low-hanging fruit. Most of them are oblong or shaped sideways. Most of them are, are, are mentally unstable. Women use dating apps for several reasons other than finding dates. Now, they will use it eventually to find a date, but they're usually hope strategists and hopeless romantics at best. Many of them are using it for attention. Um, many of them are using it while they're in relationships. Many of them, they're using it because they're bored. Many of them are using it to make fun of you guys. That's what they're doing it for. And then some of them are out here hopeless going on a meat market, an obvious meat market looking for honest men. That's an L on their part. Let them live that L. But if you're on dating apps looking for love or looking for easy sex, that's an L on your part. 
So she now has been unmatched. Because uh, she met the guy in person. I can't believe remember what she said. Let's let's hear what she says here. I was supposed to have a first date tonight, and he just unmatched me on Bumble. So I guess we're not going to get drinks anymore. But I thought I would show you guys my outfit so somebody saw it. Oh, okay. So I guess um she was going out for the date. She got unmatched. She's gonna tell you why. She's gonna tell you why. And you're gonna see why. Because I know I'll get questions. My dress is from Eloquy, but I got it from Dianco. My jacket is from Asus and my boots are top shop. Okay, so she got dressed up and she went shopping. She actually ran her credit card debt way up to high up to the sky to impress some stranger that she swiped right on on date on, on Bumble. I can guarantee you he's a Chad. I can guarantee you he's a Chad. <laughs> he's probably the top of the top cream of the crop dude, and she thought she got lucky, right? And that's you. It wasn't a normal guy like me and you. Let's watch this. It has become apparent why she's on a dating app, number one. And number two, she has deceived this man, and he found out. Now she could be a wonderful woman. Some of us would still hit. But he probably had standards because, let's go back, how did she market herself? Up close, she wasn't that bad. Up close, she is very, you could not tip. She doesn't have a double chin. She doesn't look wide. Her face is somewhat more very pointy. She has a pointy nose and pointy cheekbones and pointy chin. So your am dimples. She doesn't look wide. She's pressed herself in front of this camera very, very tightly. And even if she can show her cleavage here, you could probably see she, she had some big toddies. Now. She's mad that she got unmatched. She deserved to get unmatched. Unless she showed this man this wide body, and I'm sure a lot of people are very surprised at this damn presentation. She cute in the face and very thick in the waist. She deserved to get unmatched. Going to get drinks anymore. But I thought I would show you guys my outfit so somebody saw it. Because I know I'll get questions. My dress is from Eloquy, but I got it from Co. My jacket is from Asos, and my boots are top shop. <sighs> like, how is that possible, bro? Like, look at her. Even her head looks small for her body. Like, that doesn't match. There's no way. There's no way. That's real. It's a cute look. His loss. His loss. Nope. His loss. Now, she did post another video to show you that that is her body. She did have a follow-up video, which I don't have ready available to me. But she showed that because people were like, that ain't real. That ain't real. And she showed in 
She showed in a uh, bikini, bathing suit, and whatnot. That that is her real body. <laughs> now, more power to her to be out here. She looks nice. She's deceiving you with her Tradcon appearance. And she's also trying to mask as much as she can. But this is what's out here for you guys. And she says, she says, your loss. She says, your loss. Now, this is what's out here for you many, many times. And we know she's had her fun. I'm sure a lot of brothers have clobbered that. A lot of brothers have clobbered that a whole bunch of times. All right, she's been clobbered for sure. Brothers be tipping on that one. <laughs> Brother definitely be tipping on that one. Right in the dark, pulling up. This is the, this is the white girls I catch all with. This is the white girls I catch all with. I don't ever catch you with Zoe's. And um and Kaylee's, I never catch you guys with uh Zoe's, uh, not Zoe's, Josie's. I never catch you with Zoe's, Josie's. I never catch you with Kaylee's. I never catch you with Zoe's. I never catch you with Becky's. I catch you with that. Mm. And that's the God honest truth. <laughs> All right. But some of us like them a little soggy and soft. I get it. I understand. Some of them like them wide and cute in the face and thick in the waist. But with that being said, since we're out here clobbering these women, we're giving them a false sense of security that they can obtain you. And then they're saying it's your loss. Mm. Not only that, they're thinking that you're they're doing you a favor when they date you on Bumble. Oh, I guess I'll meet you. But since I've been clobbered so much in the past, I now know my worth and you must meet me for a date. No coffee dates. You must meet me and take me out. You must do X, Y, and Z. This is what you're dealing with out here. Soon as you get tired of this and want to run back to the plantation, more likely, more likely than not, that's what you're dealing with out here. And eventually you'll run back. So if you need a break, if you need a break from this content, take a break, stop acting like a pansy and throwing grenades when you leave. You don't have to throw a grenade. You don't have to wish people not well, meaning I hope everybody gets taken down since I was unsuccessful in my endeavors to become a major player in this game. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't throw grenades. I wish you well in your endeavors to go back on the plantation, and I hope you find what you want out here. I generally do. I want you to find what you want. But don't come in here swinging your knife around because you got tired. And when I see you with a mastodon, and I'm going to say that's exactly what you got out there, you got what you deserve. Now, I hope you make that work because none of y'all are running out here with models at the end of this once you get tired of this and stop swinging your knife. I'm going to swing my knife and come out here and get models and so show CGA. I know you're not, but I wish you well. <laughs> All right, let me get to these super chats. And I know you'll be back because they steady be listening, but they steady be running in here throwing grenades in here. Okay. Mm. If you if you tired of listening, stop listening to me. <laughs> if you tired of listening, make completely different content. If you tired of listening, make content that proves me wrong. If you tired of listening, go watch all the um 
Pokemon videos. What's that little girl named Pokemon? What's her name? Go watch all the Twitch streams you want of all the incels that are paying these girls to step all over them at TwitchCon. Go watch completely different content if you're done. Not only watch it, go make completely different content. And good luck while you struggle to get viewers. Okay, I'm going to tell you that right now. Some of you guys think, well, I'm going to just go over here, make me a reaction video. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to make you a re reaction channel. Cut ties from the manosphere. And I'm going to blow up. Yep. And guess what your ass going to be doing next week? You're going to be back to making red pillage content. Mm. <laughs> You're going to try. You're going to try to get some views. And it ain't going to work. And your ass going to be. Trust me, dude. I've made like 20 channels on YouTube. I know what works and what doesn't. I know what's be hitting and what's not. You're going to go into a crowded room and you think you're going to make it over there. You ain't. <laughs> I'm going to be a video gamer. No, you're not. I'm going to get a car channel. Nope. I'm going to get a fitness channel. No, you ain't. Y'all ass going to be back making somewhat borderline same content as I'm making. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, yo, let's get it here. Oh, you're going to make a crypto channel too, huh? You're going to make a crypto channel. Ah, I'm tired of this ish. Make me a crypto channel. Mm. Yeah. What you're going to need to do is go heel turn on everybody. Go start bringing in your wife. Go start bringing in your girlfriend. Sell, tell everybody you moved her in and you really rolled the dice. That's what you're going to have to do. And I'm not taking shots at anyone specifically because there's a whole bunch of them doing this recently. Go ahead. Hey, you know what? Go ahead. I want to see you put your skin in the game. Move your girlfriend in and start making content. Move her ass in. If you really want a heel turn, go ahead. Move in with your girlfriend. Go ahead. Get married. Go get married and move her ass in and then start making some marital content. If you want to go ahead and put your foot in it. Same thing as my detractors or that are sitting here, the trolls. Go ahead. Hey, look, if you're against my message, go get married. Mm. I'll wait right here. <laughs> go get married right now. You know what? I'll find a girl. For, there's girls out here that want to get married. I got a girl right now. Hold on for a second. I got a girl right now. She's looking for a husband right here. Okay, I got her right here, right here for you, right there. Go find a girl right now. I got her. There she is right now. Look at her. <laughs> you want to double down on the BS? Here it is right here. I'll find girls right now that want to get married today. Marry them up. Make your pro marriage content. I'll wait. Yo ass going to scramble back and be making content the next damn day. Go on and triple down. I bet you you won't do it. But you want to go ahead and swing your knife and throw grenades in here. Just walk out the door and be quiet about it while we're helping other people. Teaching you guys how to be a man around here. Let's get to these super chats and close it up. Where are we at here? Henry Resilient says, my life was planned. I reached my career goals, was about to double down on another kid in a bigger house. I read this one, and she became a feminist. This is the hope strategy. I'm, not, I'm sorry. This is the bait and switch. 
the dictator says, all facts, coach. My mom worked at a middle school. All the girls that picked on me went to my mom asking, how can we get your son to like us? So I'm giving you guys the information. Many times when you're young, when you're young, many times the girls, especially minorities, when they're hitting on you, when they're abusing you, when they're yelling, like a girl that doesn't like you will pay you zero attention. None. If she does not like you, she will not even engage. She won't even look you in the eye. You'll be looking at her. She'll just look off like she won't say shit to you if she don't like you. But odds are if she likes you, I'm sorry, if she's engaging with you on a daily basis, if she's taking your hat and stomping it down the sewer and running around the playground, hiding it in her in her shirt, she likes you, bro. Mm. <laughs> That's a woman who likes you, but she doesn't know how to flirt. She doesn't know how to say it. So she somewhat is aggressive towards you. All right. But we do have to learn that the hard way. Uh, yeah, she she putting gum all on your starter jacket. <laughs> she knocking the books out of your hand, right? You at the lunch tray, you taking your lunch, she knock you out the tray, she trip you. These are people who like you. It's violent flirting. Um, Bob says, some people appreciate what you're doing, CGA. Don't let the trolls get to you, but I understand. And these aren't people that are trolling me directly. I'm just seeing this going along because I think men are to the point where they're like, we've heard enough. We've heard enough, so I'm ready to go back out there. You're going back there in shark-infested waters. You're not going back out there, and all the women are now getting the point because Kevin put them up on game. Are you serious? Okay. That's what you're going into. That's what you're going into. A, uh, a man supporting man says, Coach, I'm thinking about attending Complex Con in Long Beach. What area should I get my hotel in? Any other uh, Cali advice I need to know? Yes, stay in the Belmont Shores area um, or near Ocean, anywhere on Ocean, particularly the, um, the middle parts of Ocean. That's going to be your best bet. If you go anywhere other than Belmont Shores, you're rolling the dice. Okay, you're rolling the dice. You could be in the hood. So that's where I would suggest. And there's a lot of older white women there for you. No, I'm just playing. There's a lot of women that look just like this woman right here around there. So you're going to have your field. And they love brothers. They love like this woman right here in Belmont Shores and Long Beach. They love brothers. You won't get enough of these girls. They'll be everywhere. <laughs> They're going to see you. I'm, I'm assuming you're a brother. They're going to see you, and they're going to be licking their chops. Anyway, you're going to go on Tinder, and it's going to be full of them. You're going to be match, 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 match. You know what I used to do is I used to go from Newport because there's mostly flatback Kayleys and rich girls and people that grew up in houses and shit, and I got an apartment. So I would go to Long Beach, and I would go have lunch, and then I'd get on Tinder. Swipe, 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 swipe. All of a sudden. Mastodon gorditas and, and, and big old <laughs> sloppy black women and big old white women all day long. <laughs> match, 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 match. I'd just be sitting in the street. I'd go have lunch, and I'd be like, oh, let me hop on Tinder and Bubble. I would just swipe like this. I'd get home back to Newport, and it'd be full of Mastodons. <laughs> all in my inbox. 
I used to do that like four times a year. Let me go down to Long Beach real quick, have a little bit of lunch. Swipe, 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 swipe. I go on every dating app. I swipe like for about five minutes and then I get back in my car all day. <laughs> all right. All day long. Lay up, lay up, lay up. Shout out to my man, uh, Sleeveless K. He says, bye-bye, junior college. Hello, human resource department. Yes, that fast. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to get the mouse. She was junior college, and then she hit the human resources office real quick. Wowzers. <laughs> he said, listen to coach for sure. It's crazy. That's Long Beach, California for you. And these girls will be well off. They have probably a roommate. They got a nice little apartment overseeing the sky, or they got an apartment in the alley. You be full of them, brother. Shout out to my man, Ghost J, Blessings Coach. Which leftover women are the best? They're all kind of toxic, though. That's There's no such thing as a good leftover. It's somebody that you're going to say, what am I going to be willing to accept? What can I live with and what can I live without? Okay. I think we're gone past the point where it's safe bet that you're going to win with a leftover. Not saying that they're not good people again. I'm just saying the toxic part, because eventually what you're going to hear is she's going to say all of her relationships were Jermaine's fault. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Okay. You're just going to have to take an L somewhere. Somewhere. And you might not even find out what that L is until midway in a relationship. You're gonna, it's kind of like a did you see the movie Get Out? We're almost at the three hour mark. And I'll get to the PayPal's next. Did you see the movie Get Out? Remember this scene in Get Out. Remember when he was in the bedroom and it was about to leave, or he was uh kind of investigating, and he found the photos. Remember the he found the photos of the girl and all of her photos, right? She was like, You're the only, and I'm not just using this, but is an example. You're the only black guy I've been with. You're the first black guy I've ever introduced my family. And he's going through the photos he found in the closet. Black man, black man, black woman, black man, black man, black woman, black man. And then he, he's like trying to piece it together like, oh shit. There's something wrong here, right? I, she lied to me. She didn't tell me this part. She actually misled me. You're going to find that out about many of your leftover women. I'll give you an example. Now, this is kind of told in reverse, but I was messing with the red bone and I was with her and she was kind of pushing relationship. I actually moved away from Louisiana and she was like, I still want to be with you. But she wanted to focus on her career, too, which was a kind of like an L. I was like, what are you talking about? It's never going to work. But she was a young red bone at the time. So she thought it could work. Now, the next relationship she got in after me was with a guy who played Major League Baseball. He ended up playing Major League Baseball. Now, she was with me, and she'd been in these streets too, but the next guy she goes to was a guy who was a Major League Baseball prospect, and he became a good, good, solid Major League Baseball contributor. I can't tell you his name, but he played for the Brewers for a bit. For a bit. Now, she ended up having a baby by this brother, by this baseball player. And this kid is now older now because obviously this was when I was in my 20s or so. My mid-20s, yeah, I was like in my mid-20s and she was 
like um she had to be like 19 or 20 something like that so anyway she has a baby by this man now in that situation you would have known that this child is the result of her having an escapade not even a marriage with a baseball player no this is not the lawyer this is just a, another girl so anyway she has a player by a major league baseball player you wouldn't know it she ends up getting married or engaged 15 years later to a guy who looks like Ruben Stutter. He's basically the simp that took this leftover woman. Now, she didn't have her fun. I knew her when she was 19, 20, 21. All right, I was like 24, 25. I knew, when, I knew her. And I knew she got knocked up by a baseball player. But now she's here, sitting here, got the simp, and he's got 20 years or 25 years of her being in the straight carrying the child who was the result of a millionaire baseball player. Now I'm looking going, that's a weird win. That's a weird win. That's a weird collection of leftovers to the point where I ain't marrying that. I've actually had that several times. I actually dated this. That girl was a bread bone, by the way. I actually dated a white girl. She was a tall white girl. She was like six foot one, six foot two, legit. Now, you guys know I ain't near, nowhere near that. But I'm dating her, dating her, dating her. I go, you know, I, I see she has a picture of a wall of pictures on her wall. I go, She's from Long Beach, too. She lived on Ocean. She had a view of the ocean. She lived on Ocean Street, Belmont Shores. I'm going to wax that tail. I'm over there. I go to her wall of pictures. On the wall of pictures is a ninja I recognize. She's at dinner with him. He plays for the Minnesota Vikings. Legit. I look. <laughs> and there is the ninja that plays for the Minnesota Vikings, who ain't my size. He double my size. <laughs> and I'm dating her. We've been messing around for months and months and months. I'm walking into her bedroom. I look on the wall. I'm looking like. <laughs> but of course. I'm the good guy. And that's you. I'm the good guy. I'm not the dude. <laughs> she ain't got no picture of me on the wall. I'm the dude she trying to, she's cooking for me. She's doing all this stuff. She's a tall blonde girl. She looks Swedish, but she was American. All right. She's cooking for me. She trying to date me. She trying to get into a, 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 what do you call it? A commitment. She's talking about marriage on her wall. And that's you. I'm looking like. Now, she's 6'1", 6'2". He was more than that, okay? And I'm sitting up there climbing this tree, like, every night. <laughs> I'm climbing the tree, all right? I'm in heaven. I'm climbing up her legs to heaven like this. And I was the good guy. And that's you. She was. First time I took her out was at a restaurant called, damn, uh, Saint and Second. I think it's called Saint and Second in Long Beach. Go there. It's a pretty cool place. It's a nice vibe. I think it's called Second and Saint or Saint and Second. We go Saint and Second, take her out. We have, um, matter of fact, uh, the day I took her out was, um, I think President Trump was winning the election. I think it was the election day of President Trump. Could that have been around that time? Something like that. We go out. It was when Trump was winning, and I actually ran back home. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Right. I think it was, was that that? 
actually, yeah, it was the 2016 election. That's the day I went out with her. It was on election day. 2016. Was that the 2016 election? Yeah, because 2020 was the, yeah, that was the 2016 election. That was the day I met her. She's all cool. She hit me with, soon as we, soon as we finished the date, she hit me with the, she hit me with this. <laughs> she barely hugged me. She turned the other way and she was like, you're a good man. You're such a good man. She was like, you're a good man. All taller than me. She's way taller than me. She was like, you're such a. <laughs> oh my goodness. She hit me with the. And that's you. She hugged me. My face was all in her titties like. <laughs> Yo, 2016, election day. That's when I met her. She was like, oh, she was a freak. She ended up being very freaky. But again, like I said, she used to come over my place. We used to freak. Then I went over her place. I'm looking Minnesota by a whole damn roster of ninjas on there. I was like. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, man, Satan Second, if you got, for my brother that's going to Long Beach, go to Satan Second. Very cool spot. But that's where I met the girl. That's the. And that's you. <laughs> yeah, she was like this. Wait, I, no, she was like. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? It's called about? Satan Second. That's what I thought, man. Very cool spot. Very cool vibe. Satan Second. Check it out. They owe me some money. But uh, let me see here. DJ B Fit says, would you say that women have women now have access to the sphere could make the dating game that much harder to find a good quality woman without getting finessed? Well, I think they're actually doubling down on more stupidity, right? So they know what we're doing. They watch us. How many women watch us? Lots of them. They watch us and they're taking notes and they're figuring out and they're adjusting. So it's going to make it harder that men are taking a stance. Doesn't make it easier when you get the information. Doesn't make it so, okay, I know what to do. And then um, actually you hear women say, if you follow Kevin Samuels, don't don't swipe right. Right? If you follow Andrew Tate on the white side, even though Andrew Tate is half brother. But on the white side, oh, if you listen to Andrew Tate, bye. So they are listening, bro. So is it going to make it easier if you try to, Follow what Andrew, me, uh, Kevin was telling you, or is it going to make it harder? It's going to make it harder. Horace is in the building. Thank you, my my brother Horace. All right, PayPal. I know brothers like I'm. I hit you up on PayPal, Coach. PayPal is just a little slow, so I tend to like. Um, I tend to go a little bit slower. Uh oh, we got a sister. I think this is a sister. This is a love lady. All right, Candice, is it Candice? We're going to call you Candy Cane. All women named Candice hate that name. She says, keep it up, coach. Happy belated birthday. Well, it's almost my birthday. It's not belated yet, but appreciate you. Hmm. I'm actually interested. So how did that you know it's my birthday? All right, hold on for a second. Do you know me? I know a girl named Candice. Uh -huh. That's interesting here. I'm interested here. Mm. The Candace I know be watching me too. And she know my birthday. She know what? Hmm. 
I'm a little bit curious there, Candace. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Candy Cane. Let's see if she gets pissed. She hated to be called Candy Cane. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit suspicious. You know I'm a little bit suspicious of people. My birthday is coming up. I'm going to be 47. Holy moly. Jay Cool here says, hey, here, here are Jay Cool here, coach. He says, when some women stick up their noses at me and they roll their eyes, it helps that the same thing happens to you as well. And he says, uh, but not all women do that, and some are cool. Well, some actually do like the way I look, just chilling, working out, and enjoying the women. Makes my day that much better. Appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know about that, girl. Where are we at? Oh, by the way, um, I don't announce, I like to announce travel, but I will be at the 21 convention. Coming up very, very soon. If you know, you know. All right. If you want tickets, there is a link to one of my videos. I'll throw it in here. I'll throw it in the super chat, the live chat here in a minute. I'm going to be speaking live, but I will have security for you ninjas. All right. (laughs) Shout out to Kevin says men would say that the manosphere is repetitive, but do not tune into the streams that focus on self-development like the blue chip mindset series. Or subscribe to the money mindset. They don't. And I always say that people who say I'm repetitive, I say you keep you keep clicking on the repetitive streams. It's not my problem. But I do the money mindset. I do the local stream. I do the blue chip mindset on Wednesdays. Bro, they never click on those. They never click on those. Shout out to uh, Relevant Music. Canceled my Equinox last month and got approached by a few XXs while there. Now I'm at 24-hour fitness, and the junior college is in full effect. Yes, you got the broke girls. You do have an advantage at 24 compared to Equinox. Equinox is going to be very much tough. But the junior college broke girls paying $9 a month for gym membership, it's Liddy. Albert Ingram, I'm one of those guys, coach. I just watched the first 30 minutes and leave. But I have you playing on my iPad TV while I'm out running errands to make sure I can contribute. Where I can. He says, there's always new men that need to hear this message. Thank you, sir. Okay. Mr. My, my friends, O, says the wife knew his insecurities, by the way, uh, low testosterone and maybe other things, and constantly teased him about it, and it agitated him in an agitating game way, as most BWs do. This is true. So the guy that deleted his wife, she was going through his tablets in his testosterone because he was taking it for low testosterone and she was instigating, teasing him. He says that homie lover friend mess, that's another topic to hit on for our hope brothers out here. Do not get into a relationship if you're insecure. And I agree with that. If you have insecurities, if you're broke, if you're a hopeless romantic, if you're not healthy mentally, if you're not healthy physically, stay clear away from relationships. You are not ready. If you don't, like like I deal with a lot of women in open relationships, I don't care. As you guys know, the way I deal with them, I say whatever you're doing, women love this, by the way. Women love when I tell them this. I tell them, I don't care what you're doing when you're not in my presence. I don't care what you're doing, who you, I don't care. Go do you, baby. 
because you know what's going to be happening? I'm going to be doing me. So with that, do not ask me about a damn thing. Don't ask me where I am. Don't ask me what I was doing, how I was doing, when I was doing it. Don't ask me nothing. Now, women's eyes light up like this. They'd be like, really? Because they're tired of you insecure-ass men thinking you know it, and then you out there chasing their ass down. They're tired of that bullshit. They're tired of insecure men, and they're dealing with them. Now, I was insecure at one point, but it took me to get healthy, secure-wise, mentally, to accept the fact that I could tell a woman, I don't give a damn what you're doing. Go out there and do it. And they love that shit. Now, some women don't do nothing on the side. They just don't want you bothering them about it. They're like, God damn, why are you always asking? And why are you always asking about this person and that person? They might not even be doing anything. Might. But the fact that I'm securing myself to know you ain't getting nobody better than me or you ain't getting access to this damn thing. You ain't getting on this side of the ring. Go do you and I'm going to do me. They love that shit. <laughs> they love it. And I just live me and just roll the condom on. Roll a condom on and all that shit. All right. I don't text them where they at. You, they, most of the women have to initiate text with me. I don't text. I don't call. So if you want to text with me, keep it short. That's why I try to tell you guys, keep it short when you contact me. Don't be sending me no whole long ass email and DM. The women that hit me up, they just be like, good morning. Good night. Hope you had a good day. That's it. That's all I'm doing. I ain't going past that bullshit. Don't ask me, did I have a good day? No, hope you had a good day. I did. Hope you did too. End of story. Mm. Now, what could have happened in between that day? I don't need to report to her ass. What did you do? And when did you do it? And who did you do it with? No. That's that's the that's the extent of the conversation. And also, when can I see you again? Next Wednesday. Mark it on your calendar. <laughs> Okay, thanks. See you then. There ain't going to be no checking in in between all that. All right? I see your ass on next Wednesday. And then confirm on Tuesday night. Are we on for tomorrow? Yes, we are. I'm on my way. Okay, I'll be waiting. <laughs> what the fuck? That's how I deal with people, man. Any of that other shit, I ain't got time for. All right? That's security. That's being secure. Women are tired of you insecure ass, not mentally developed ass, slow ass, living with your mama ass, not broke ass, broke ass ninjas. They're tired of it. And it took me to learn this myself. I was one of them. I was everything I just accused you of being of. So I'm not trying to put you down. I was that. And then I finally said, I need to get myself in order. And once I got myself in order, again, I realized 80% of the women out here aren't worth a damn to me. Period. They're worthless to me. Now I'm securing myself. And I'm like, that woman can't do nothing for me. Bye. <laughs> but before I used to be like, why doesn't she like me? I'm like, they can't do nothing for me. She below me. She beneath me. She's capping with skeezers. I wouldn't even run game on that woman. Right? So again, am I putting down women? No, I'm helping you. 
I'm going to even roll the dice on that person. <laughs> All right, anyway, any particular dress code in Long Beach? No, man, this Cali, man. Cali's laid back. Cali's super duper laid back. All right, you can come in there. I mean, you know, I would wear some jeans this fall, wear some jeans and not even a nice shirt. You don't have to dress up, but you can if you want to. Cali's super laid back. Somebody says security comes with abundance. Yep, I have an abundance mindset. I'm not lacking women at all. I mean, people think you just can't get women. What? Are you crazy? I don't even want to go into that because that's even pointless. Quality woman. Quantity does not impress me anymore. Because I look at the quantity of women out here, and most of them, let's just be frank and honest, most of them be looking like this right here. <laughs> okay. Most of them are very unimpressive, nothing to write home about. And not only that, once you get to the personality, very much like, this is a waste of time. Wasting my damn time. They ain't even on my level. They ain't even close to being on my level. I don't care what she does. She could be an entrepreneur and make be a millionaire. I still be like, and? <laughs> Most of the time, she's not attractive if she's that. He's intimidated by my money. I'm intimidated by your money. <laughs> I'm going to get there. Zero fallout says, I hear you, coach. As a shorter man, I've always been boob hype. They can never complain. I'm looking at their chest. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the taller women that date short kings out here. Shout out to the tall women that date short kings and give us hugs, and I'll be smothering all in them. AS, uh, a man supporting man says, I'm... Talking the colors, coach. Oh, um, oh, dress code in the colors. Yeah, Long Beach, like I said, once you're on Belmont Shores, you can drive probably five, 10 minutes away, and you're over there by Long Beach Wilson. You're over there by Long Beach Poly, and you're over there by um, Long Beach, Cal State Long Beach. So be careful how you dress out there um, in Long Beach. Yeah, there's a lot of Crips and Bloods out there, bro, so be careful. Just stay in Belmont Shores. Don't leave Belmont Shores in Long Beach. If you do, go right down PCH, and you'll be hitting Seal Beach, Huntington, and then you'll hit Newport. You'll be good. Do not go towards the university, and don't go towards, don't go what would be going towards Los Angeles. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway. Oh, man, I'm giving y'all game, man. Where we at? All right, we got Venmo. We're going to wrap it up on Venmo. He says, Travis says, Coach, I'm, I think you're projecting because the only hope strategists I see are Raiders fans. Wow. I deserve that. Shout out to who that nation out there. We will be playing the Saints here in about three weeks. Somebody says here, uh, okay, my wife knew. Wait. Oh, okay. I got that one already. Okay. The wife knew his insecurities. Yeah, don't wear uh Blue or red, and I think you'll be good. But if you really want to go into Los Angeles, you can't wear purple, blue, red, black if you're an essay, and you can't wear brown and <laughs> shout out to J Flow, Epic Stream Coach. Indeed. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all, man. And I appreciate everybody. I will be back this evening and I'll be ready for the 21 convention in the building coming up here very soon. Shout out to the coach gang and shout out to the 10 toes up gang ladies out here. I hope you got permission from you know who to watch my show. And by the way, if you're in L.A., as long as you're not wearing a baseball cap, 
like in wearing dress down sport attire, you'll be good. If you're wearing upscale, you can probably wear any color, but just don't wear bright blue, bright, bright red. All right. You'll be good. Shout out to the coach gang. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.